0: Boom,
1: we're back, (laughs) episode number
2: 162,
0: a new season,
2: Yeah. a new season, no, actually, a new season, no, actually, next time that we... There will have been You will have seen
1: James Harden Russell Westwood Play basketball nah,
2: together you will have seen James, yo, I, I might faint Against a bunch of people That are too small to defend them I might so faint So it's gonna look amazing It's gonna look It's gonna look godly Nah, have you seen like the video from their practices? Like I've do I don't watching, want to see the video from I don't want nah, to see no nah, nah, bro. I don't wanna
1: see James Harden practice. I mean, <laughs> him against Daniel House. Okay. Nah, bro. That's not impressive
2: to nah, me. Nah bro. It was one play. Ryan Anderson like,
1: on their second team now. That's not impressive to me.
2: Nah, I think Ryan Anderson does help though. Like like the like the one weird thing about the Rockets is like they like they they're predicated off like shooting, but I feel like they've had too many like shooters through the years. Like actual like real real shooters, and I think Ryan Anderson does help because he's like a legitimate shooter. I mean, yeah, I mean obviously you let him go because of the money that he was. Yeah, offering. the money he, with that money it was, was thirty one million dollars. Yeah, it was yeah it was, was insane. Damn damn it, was, Max. A, yeah, it was it was it wild. Stupid ass time,
1: but um, a brand new NBA. Um, I'm sorry, a brand new NBA, NBA season. season. A brand new hoops and brews graphic. Brand new hoops and brews intro. Talk to the people a little bit about what your inspiration was behind um, the new design that everybody's currently looking at. Now, I will say this, the way that we work is when we do stuff like this, we sit together and we make all the stuff together in terms of how we, how we do it. So usually I will sit and make some graphics, then I'll send them to you or you will come sit with me and we'll make the graphics yeah. and that's how we did it. This year I was like, Pavi, I want you to control how the graphics look. Send me a creative brief, so tell the people what your brief was, and then I'll talk to them a little bit about um, why the design looks the way
2: it looks. Um, my brief was kind of like you know like a '70s type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like I like a lot of even with furniture, I realized, like I like a lot of like just like retro looking things and things from like the '60s and '70s as far as like the mm-hmm. color designs. I just think the color designs back then were cooler, mm-hmm. kind of. I think like the colors were a little bit more just classic um, and. There was this painting I saw that actually went in my room. It's a painting of uh, the old form. It's like I think Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Will Chamberlain mm-hmm. jumping for a tip-off. Like I like the way the form, like logo and floor was designed. Mm-hmm. I felt like all the old floors and uniforms, they were colorful. Yeah. Like But they looked fun. Yeah. It's like it looked like you go here and you have fun. Like Even I'm thinking about uh, this ABA team, the, the team that... Oh, the St. Louis... I think it was St. Louis Spirit. They had, mm-hmm. like, the orange and white uniforms. Yeah. Like, it, it just, to me, looked fun. Um yeah. So I always wanted the new set to kind of look fun um, and look retro, but at the same time look a tad bit futuristic. So, like, it wasn't like we was trying to, like, throw it all the way back into, like, whatchamacallit. And also, yeah. I kind of, like... Uh, the Will is it the Will Ferrell movie old school
1: yeah no no it's not old school it's called semi-pro semi-pro Will Ferrell. Yeah, yeah. semi-pro yeah, yeah, yeah. go check semipro. that out Andre 3000 is in that movie he is yes he is okay. he plays
2: one of the players he's one of the main characters in that movie I haven't seen the movie in so long I just kind of like know mm-hmm. what the feel of it was okay so it, was like a seven, it was like with the NBA in the 70s, or the ABA in the 70s, the yeah. basketball team. In I mean, 70s, well, well in it, was, it was before the NBA
1: ABA merger. Merger, merger. It was about a team called the Flint Tropics. Yeah. And they were like an ABA team. And Who's basically, uniforms were hella dope, too. It, yeah, yeah. Jackie Moon. Shout out to Jackie Take Moon. And he, like, oh, no, 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 no. Jackie Take Moon was Jackie Moon the Moon, name of the character. Okay. Jackie Moon, and Jackie, Jackie Moon, Moon right. owned the team. And he had a, basically a pop hit song called Love Me Sexy. Yeah. And then he bought the team with his uh, royalties, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he was like a terrible owner. Yeah. So he tried to make that. He tried to make the NBA um, with his ABA team, and then like Andre three thousand was on it. It's a good movie. It's a lot of it's a lot of A list actors in that movie. Go watch that movie. See well, anyway, brain.
2: so I kind of took my inspiration from all of that, and you. So hopefully, you guys see the set. You like mm-hmm. the set. If you don't, it's my fault. If you do, thank you.
1: Yeah, exactly. And from my perspective, the new logo and all that stuff was just about taking his ideas but but also like keeping it within kind of what we do. Um, ever since the first design, with like the 1.0 design was when you saw both of the shit scrolling at the same time fast all yeah, across the top of the video. Good. Like Ever since then, I was like, I got to incorporate an NBA court into every one of the sets. So even the NBA court outlines. So I took some NBA court outlines. I made a 3D set. So the thing that's below, it looks like a basketball court in 3D. But it's also, you know, it's, it's meant to look like a chess set almost, you know what I mean? Like, like a game yep. that we both talking about, both sides of it. Tried to make sure that everything had much more of a new feel. We redesigned the logo. I redesigned the logo. Instead of the beer, the, you know, the classic beer mugs, we got the H&B light beer cans now. That's 7% alcohol. So when we get these made, they're going to be like, yo, this is your light beer. Like, yeah, you don't want to try a heavy one. The heavy one going to put you on your ass. That's a, that's a 10%. You got to drink that like wine.
2: Brian had a 10% beer in a minute.
1: Yo, we got to have an b stout. We got to have an b light and an b stout one day. All right. Cool. But I'm going to make my stout better. I want my stout to be more like fruitier notes instead of that heavy coffee type that shit. That
2: boy, that boy, stouts is. Yeah, them shit is crazy. Man,
1: bro. Exactly. So, anyways, I'm glad that we have the new graphics for the new season. um uh, It's just dope to be able to every year to like refresh it. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah, yeah. Like really refresh it. Like, I think this is technically the fourth. Iteration of how this looked. The yeah. first one was the black and white one, the second one was like the one with the court that was like kind of a little perspective wise. Yeah. The last one was the red one, obviously, which I like the red one, but it definitely, in terms of just like overall, like the keep up of like that, that graphic and even managing it, it was just felt like a lot of work because like things had to be titled specifically in a specific man a specific length versus the new design i like it it's beautiful it's bright like it's and that's what i fuck with about it so hopefully hoops and bruise out you know now has a little bit more of a brighter feeling a happier feeling which is what pavy was going for shout out to pavy major congratulations to pavy and what he did with the graphics um in terms of the design and hopefully you guys like the three-dimensional that you know the design yeah, aspect yeah, yeah aspect of it but new horizons speaking of new horizons yeah. our first nba media day we've ever covered
2: well what were your thoughts what well, no actually it was i just talked well, go well, ahead well it was your first media day in general so i want to get like your thoughts because i mean I, I mean obviously like Sparks isn't you know like the nba but still like they had a media day so i've kind of like i kind of like what a fifth of that I mean, obviously, you know you the NBA like of everything, the size. the Nah, nah. I mean, you know, obviously the NBA has more resources. Obviously, so um, you know, I, the uh, I probably would say there were, uh, you know, obviously bigger um, outlets there. Um, it was set up a little bit different. Um, were there really? I, don't I, I disagree. With that. You know, I, I think it was the
1: same kind of. I think it was bigger reporters from different outlets. The athletic was still there. I'm sure ESPN yeah, was still there. Yeah, I'm sure nah, CBS
2: was I don't, still there. I don't, I'm not one hundred percent sure if ESPN was there. Really? I don't okay. know if ESPN was there. And wow, obviously, okay. like NBA TV wasn't there, and things like that. Now they had the news. Okay. Excuse me. They had like Spectrum was there. Okay. But I can't say if ESPN was there. I'm I I can't guarantee that for sure. Okay. I don't. I'm not sure. All I, right. Now I, I think the biggest thing probably there is probably like the news. Spectrum. Okay. Spectrum was there. Um. So that one. The WNBA, the WNBA, when they gave you a little bit more access obviously like you know like uh they would shout out to eli who was the uh, pr person for the uh, sparks yeah um give coach you a little bit more access on twitter yeah coach over so you could like go up and like talk to the players um so the nba one wasn't as much access yeah but it was cool i mean like i, I feel like even those events the way it was because it was really really intimate as far as like the media like everybody pretty much in the same area yeah, like whether you quarters, was yeah, yeah, like, whether he was Chris Hayes or, or whether he was Mona yeah. Shelburne or me so yeah. you can pretty much walk up to anybody or was, me or you it's really really close quarters which I actually like yeah. um, I feel like the Clippers now granted I, I don't know what we the in Lakers, the big leagues now I, I don't, don't know
1: if y'all know that I don't we know, in the big leagues
2: now, I don't know what the Lakers one was like I can't speak to it yeah. I wasn't, I, I, I wasn't yeah. there but I feel like Clippers in general granted I've never been doing the Lakers so I can't shoot but this is just me outside looking in I feel like the Clippers is always more of a family environment in general
1: I just think the Clippers is a much smaller organization. Exactly, We're talking so about one def- of the most historic organizations, so it's going to be a lot of people in general. That's why, if you're the Lakers, I don't think you can have the intimate feel because it's going to command attention. Like I don't, and this is no slight to the Clippers, but I don't know how many like like okay, I put it this way: when LeBron came last year, and when Anthony Davis mm-hmm. this summer, right? Mm-hmm. You saw all types of international media. It was like five, six hundred plus media members. I didn't see that many international media members there today. People that looked like they was from all over the world. Like it looked like a lot of like um, usual sports affiliate places, yeah, yeah. but not like a ton of like worldwide spectacle. And I think that's part of like it's part of the Lakers, but also part of like you have to think about who they acquired with LeBron James. So LeBron is like a different. LeBron is 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 got more star power than their whole Clippers team combined. I mean, you know it. what I mean. So it's like so it's just a different. Level so if you the Lakers yeah you can't really I mean, make yes, it feel but, that way but if you the Clippers that should be what you want to bank your but, own thing but, off of
2: but, but that's what I'm saying like as far as obviously the Lakers bigger organization yeah. man, they can't do that I feel like everything with the Clippers is more of a family vibe yeah. it's like when you walk in you see reporters like that you know you know yeah. like I see Matthew from the Sparks you see people and, and and it just feels more like a home environment and with that I think that carries over into the team yeah um even like the one thing today. Just observing the press, like I feel like this, 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 this media this year has been very, very interesting. Like even I know uh, I watched Kyrie's and like the Nets, and I thought what Kyrie said was beautiful and eloquent. Um, and no, I, I did, and I like get into that later, but like, but like no, like I thought what he said was beautiful and um, eloquent. Not so much about the Katie stuff, which was dope, but just about him and his situation life wise last mm-hmm. year. But bring it back to um the Clippers, um. One thing I noticed just, you know, sitting back and, and and listening to what everybody said is, I think that, and even P.J. alluded to what he said, like, yo, if, if it feels like a close-knit group already and we haven't even rolled the balls out. Yeah. Um, he I did think say that, that everybody's personality just fits. I feel like even, I feel like the main thing when you bring in superstars is, is like, you have to worry about will, will the personalities work. And I think that the two guys they brought in, like, I don't think... I think Kawhi is talkative, but as far as like being like a rah rah guy, I don't think Kawhi is the biggest like rah rah guy. I think Kawhi like goes out there on the court and and leads by example. Can I interject slightly? Like, um, I forgot who it was, but one of those players. Um, I think it was Pat bear who said he talks a lot. Like um, no,
1: no, no. One of those players said, "Man, like people don't know this about Kawhi. Like Kawhi is funny as hell." Yeah, and he literally said funny. I think hell. that uh, I can't Pat, remember. It might have been Pat. It might have been Pat Pat Yeah, Pat said So that. Pat Bear from the crib, bro. If you from the crib. If you meet somebody, you determine if they're a lamb or not based on how if they can take a joke or if they can make a joke. So if Pat Bev, if you come in and not just because you're the star guy, but he's talking about your humor and like how funny you are. That instantly shows me that Kawhi is one of those guys where, as you said, it's not about that. I also just think sometimes you don't have to talk that much to be a leader. You don't. You really you don't. You really don't have to talk a lot. You don't. Like, I'm, a, I'm a talkative motherfucker because that's just who I am. But a lot of some people don't need to talk that much to be a leader. You yeah. really
2: don't. It's just that, that there are many, there are many, many ways to lead, and I think one of the biggest one even over that, just going out there and performing. Even you pop,
1: go, I don't think pop is the most loquacious guy. He's not the most talkative fella in the world. Yeah. He might be privately. Yeah. But when you're talking yeah. about entertainment, which is what all this is, is, and entertaining people and promoting your sport he's not a very talkative individual but if you get him behind closed doors he might be one of the funniest people you've ever met and yeah. I've never personally met Pop but Kawhi if, if Pat Bev is making jokes about that because yeah. honestly who was the leader of this uh, uh, Clippers team last year? Pat Bev so if he comes in and you immediately ingratiate yourself with him everybody else going to fall in line I mean I, I, just go think
2: that, I just think that all of the personalities mm-hmm. just fit I think that, so, because, like, the main thing I was worried about, you know, being in the uh, Clippers locker room last year was that, like, I felt like they were the closest thing to, like, a college team that you would get in, like, on, like, the professional level. I still feel like this year they're going to be, like, mad cool, mad chill. Like, obviously it's going to be a little bit more media maybe, like, a couple things might change. But as far as, like, the total dynamic of the locker room changing, I don't think it will. I even think it was cool, like... How they how the Clippers even sent the guys up there to the press conference. You send Kawhi up there with Lou Will.
1: Yeah, I do and you send that, Paul Well that George was my only real dress. issue with the
2: with the day. I would have preferred to have the two stars together. You would have, but see, that already is something right there where it's like a positive break the team up. So you're gonna send Kawhi and Paul George up there as like the new guys and kinda alienate them from everybody else as, as but opposed you're not, to
1: But you're not alienating them though.
2: Like, I feel what like you're they saying. are the
1: star they I, are the star attraction. And don't get me wrong, I like we still gotta see both of them. I feel but it's saying. a different dynamic of seeing like, what? Well, but also, did but LeBron and AD go up together? No, they didn't. No, right? they didn't. They didn't. So okay. So from that perspective, I understand. Everybody it. with the Lakers, I think went up by themselves. Yes, yes. But also, so from that perspective, I would have rather them have gone singularly or uh, like. Or I like. like I, understand. I, understand. Nah, I, I understand. I, I, I understand. It. It, it's it's built for chemistry. But as a media member, somebody who's watching this. I would much rather see Paul George and and Kawhi
2: Leonard I mean, in the same press conference. You comments. would, you would, but that's not how they do things with the Clippers. I know that's how you do things with other organizations. I with understand Clippers, it. that's not that's not how they do I things. Like it. even you can tell the contrast between personalities from Lou Will and Kawhi. Like Kawhi don't want to sit up there and talk all day. Lou don't want to sit up there and talk all day. But sometimes Lou would answer a question for Kawhi. Like you would see Kawhi point to Lou like yo, you got it. And you would see like you know when even PG had to talk yeah. for like hours and then Trey yeah. was like yo, thank you for asking Trey the question. But I was tired of talking. Yeah. Like I I I think okay, that just sure. like the whole cast of guys they have bands together really really well like you don't have anybody who I I even think sending um who they sent Pat up there but they sent Pat up there with. I don't know the Landry big, you Landry Yeah Q. like yeah, like Pat went up there with Landry I feel like as far as talkative guy I think Patrick's probably Pat's probably the most talkative guy on the team Yeah Like as far as like, who you gonna hear in the locker room talking I think it's Pat Everybody else would chime in when they got something And then kind of you know what Like whatever I think everybody else is really chill And Pat's like the energetic Super energetic one of the bunch And I feel like the rest of them I kind of like chill Yeah like more, uh, and Even
1: Louis like, um, uh, said I don't know how we gonna keep Pat quiet like like they were talking about, he's like, I don't know how
2: you keep Patrick Beverly quiet. That's like, his role, like, though. Yeah, I like it. that. But, like, like that's... Like, like, I love it. That That's that's his role. So, I, so I think that I even... I love it. So, even from, you know, before we get, you know, to, like, the X's and nose of it, I just like the dynamic and the makeup of their team. And that was the one thing that I was kind of, like, wondering about, especially Kawhi coming off who he is now. Yeah. And obviously, now you're not saying that changes you or anything, but just, you know, with the cash that he comes in with, like... I mean, that's an unprecedented thing in their history. you talking about a player winning a championship and leaving. Like, LeBron didn't even do that. Bron was coming off championship losses and then left, but he's yeah. still LeBron. But you're talking about a player, went somewhere, had a historical, magical playoff run, leaves. Yeah. So many players, if they walk into a media day, they wouldn't even want to be up there with nobody else. They would want to be up there by themselves. Yeah. So I think it says a lot about Kawhi. He didn't even mind sharing the spotlight with Lou.
1: I mean, I mean, yeah, but also Kawhi, Ka, but I think the other reason why they did that was because Kawhi is an, a talkative individual, and I think from that perspective, if you put him and Paul George in a press conference, it's more of Paul George talking, people really want to hear from Kawhi, whereas if you do put him with a Lou Williams, Lou Williams is a very eloquent speaker, um, and, and, and Latin, you know, as being one of the guys for the Clippers last year, I'm sorry, learn to be the lead spokesman for the team, like, Pat Bev wasn't the main, like, Pat Bev might have been the leader. But Lou Will and Montrez were the main voices. You know what I mean? And Doc. So from that perspective, you put Kawhi up there with one of the main voices of the team from last year. Even if Kawhi, who I remember, like I've said it a million times for Media Day, if I got a chance to ask Kawhi a question, I was going to ask him what some of his favorite words were. Now, albeit, I wasn't going to ask that in the middle of a Media Day press conference because that would have been kind of like, why are you asking it? But if I personally ever get a chance to uh, to talk to Kawhi, I'm gonna ask that man what are some of his favorite words. I swear to God, I'm not Absolutely. joking.
2: I mean, and, so and, like, and even I if understand. you like think about, you know, like, um, mm-hmm. just the locker room when you walk into it next year, it's gonna be a lot of people that like you can talk to. A lot of people are gonna have voices. Landry's gonna have a voice. Pat's gonna have a voice. Um, 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 Lou's gonna have a voice. Trey's gonna have a voice. PG's gonna have a voice. Kawhi's gonna have a voice. Um, so even like when Jim Boylan talked about like a leadership committee and yeah. everybody like laughed at it. I think you could realistically have some like Doc like, All right, I'm gonna walk out of here, y'all figure it out. Yeah. And they could sit there in the locker room, talk it out like men, have like a leadership committee, everybody's opinions are, you know, uh respected and, and um valued, and we go and we figure out issues together. Yeah. And I think the good part about it is they're all veterans. I think that all of them are um Um, Because that's even something that uh, uh, Kyrie talked about in his own Brooklyn press conference um, was about being at the point in your career where, you know, winning is the most important thing to you. I think that everybody will get to it. I think that everybody on the Clippers is at the point in their careers where, like, they just want to win. The only person who's really won is, if I'm not mistaken, Kawhi. Paul George hasn't won a ring. Pat Bev hasn't won a ring. Lou Will hasn't yeah. won a ring. Kawhi and None of Doc. guys have. Kawhi and Doc. So I think you've talking about a very hungry veteran team where it's like, yo, we've done everything we possibly could by ourselves. Literally everything. I think PG by him, like the only thing left is MVP, but you've been top three MVP candidate.
1: I don't think it's everything. PG has never been to a finals.
2: But listen, but listen, that's a team accomplishment. I don't care about winning. Listen, going, but listen, that's listen. That's not, let me talk. I disagree let me, with Let that, me, though. let me, let me, look, No, me but, but
1: this is what the basis of this show is look, built off of. I disagree with listen, that telling me that's a team accomplishment. Because if it's a team accomplishment, then I don't want to hear nothing about Mike with a six rings. So, listen, go ahead. You can say but, but listen, but, look, but it's not a, it's a team that's and an individual not, accomplishment. Bro, that's not. Winning a ring is
2: a team and individual why. accomplishment. Listen, that's You're not. You're a liar. That's not why we consider Mike with a six go. What I'm saying is that's not the full reason why. It's one of the reasons why, but it's not the full bro, reason why. Bro, if Michael Jordan listen. never won a title, he would not be the GOAT. Listen, goal. listen. Would he be the GOAT if he never won a title? No. Okay then, but hold so on. stop it, bro. No. Don't tell no. me it's a team accomplishment. No. It's look. a team and an individual accomplishment. But, here, but, 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 look, but look, here it goes. If you talk about Mike up until 1991, Michael Jordan had done everything as an individual. As just like and when you talk about accomplishments, winning MVP, winning defensive player of the year, being in the multiple all-star games. He Paul George ain't done that none of them yet. I think that Paul he's George... He's been on had, the cusp. He ain't done none but, of but, that yet. But listen, but, but listen, but listen. Kawhi ain't listen. won MVP. He hasn't, but but Kawhi, no. the thing about it is he's, he's had, what, two finals MVPs? I think all of them have, for the most part, done about as much as you can do by yourselves. So I think that them, they're all accomplished. Like, would you Kawhi a Hall of Famer, right? Yeah. It's Paul Jones a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he's better than Scottie Pippen Lou Williams, one of the best 6 men ever, a right?
1: Famer, he, not, not a Hall of Famer, though Not a Hall of Famer Bad
2: respect to Lou Williams not a Hall of Famer Listen, I don't know if there's anything Lou will can do to put himself in the Hall of Fame Even Go to if Team gets, USA and
1: win gold which I, I, not I don't gonna, know if it, it, I, I don't, don't, know what he's going like, to be that's from that's Hall of Fame Like, that's about it he, But listen is, I mean, but, well, he but can look,
2: win a championship Yeah! That's not No, he's not Low key, Lou
1: could steal the finals MVP Listen, okay, I'll put it this way. If Lou Will all... has an Iggy moment no. and steals a finals MVP, no. he's a Hall of Famer. Iggy no. not, but Lou Will is listen, a Hall of Famer. Go
2: ahead. I don't think he is regardless. Yes, But, he is. Go but, ahead. but, but listen, Lou Williams for being drafted in the second round straight out of high school, staying in the league 13, 14 years, winning, what, three straight six-man-of-the-year um, mm-hmm. awards, he's pretty much accomplished everything he can accomplish as a basketball player. Patrick Beverly from, you know, uh, dropping out of Arkansas, going overseas, Fighting for a spot, getting a four-year, $40 million contract. He's pretty much accomplished everything he can accomplish as an individual player. So I think for all of these guys, they're all linking up at the time in their careers where it's like, you know what? We just want to win, bro. We done done basically everything else we could do. The only thing we ain't done yet is win. Same with Mike in 1991. It's like the reason you can get Mike to buy in then, because Mike done done everything else to do besides win. I done done everything else, bro. Now let's go win. I didn't everybody. Can't nobody tell me I ain't hard.
0: Eh.
2: I'm a league MVP. You cannot tell me I'm not the best player in the league.
1: I'm uh, hand down that I'm going to keep it G with you. James Harden could make the same uh statements and I would be like, "No fam." About what? About uh you can't tell me that I was a league MVP. Nah, fam. It doesn't matter. But all right, I it- let you talk for like 10 minutes about the Clippers. Now let me talk. Um first media day for me personally um Initial thoughts are number one, the Clippers are an organization that continues to surprise me in terms of how just thorough they are. You know what I mean? And like, and not even from a not even from a kissing their ass perspective, but as someone who works in, I bro, I swear to God, I think that's that man. Look at the question I said. I swear to God, I think that's bro. That's like I, that's gotta be bro. That's gotta be bro. That's gotta be him under a fake name. I swear as bro. I swear as bro. Why? Because it, it... Like, who? Like, what? It just... Yo, shout out to Mr. Jumpman 49 Uh We're going to discuss your question a little bit later, but I feel like that's bro. I feel like that's bro under one of his burner accounts, but we're going to continue. But my God, first impression of the Clippers Media Day was, to be quite honest, I was just really impressed at how thorough the Clippers organization was as, as an organization. And not even... um. Thinking about specific in terms of media day. Me, I've I've worked in digital entertainment, I've managed YouTubers, I've managed actors, I've had actors on Emmy nominated shows, I've had actors on HBO shows, I've managed YouTubers with millions of subscribers, I've worked at digital companies that have sold for hundreds of millions of dollars. So I know how a digital media infrastructure works. When I walked inside of their practice facility and I saw that every single person had um, their own station but also a television with their station, I was like, wow, this is very interesting. Like, if I'm working on a laptop, cool, we all, everybody sit next to each other, but we all got a television in front of us, so if we want to watch something or we want to keep an eye on what the news coverage is that's going on in the in the locker room, like, we're right here, and everything is set to its individual thing. It's a very intimate practice facility in terms of the area in which we enter. Um, you can tell that's probably an area where they hold a lot of the coaches' press conferences, like, after the um, um, practices you know kind of you saw that little backdrop right and then you walk into the practice facility it's not a huge practice facility but it's a very spacious practice facility it's pretty big bro yeah but i'm but 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 i'm kind of thinking about just like kind of how big i feel like the lakers facility might be compared to that one um it just felt but also but also with the media day thing is like when you walked in you were only restricted to a small area so in the Lakers facility, it might have been a different type of area style. So maybe I might have been able to see more of what was there. But based off my first impressions. So when I walk in, I go, you know, you walk in to the right, I see all of the NBA photo booths. I'm like, okay, that's cool. I see Getty Images, I see ASPN, I see Sports Center. I'm like, okay, this makes sense. So like if you're a big entity, you buy in to promote this stuff and do all this stuff, and then you get your slot, right? And then even seeing the young guys, they were the first ones to come out and do their pictures, right? And with the team, with the ball and the NBA and stuff like that. A lot of the young guys, they came out. I have footage of Pat Bev talking to one of the rookies. I think his name was Mann. Um, M-A-N-N or M-A-A-N. Terrence Mann. Yeah, yeah, Terrence Mann. I think that's him. Um, uh, He was, you know, not smiling in his pictures. Pat Bev is, is standing next to him. Hey, boy, smile in your pictures. Smile. Come on. Bust a smile. Like, that's the kind of stuff that I look for more than I look for, like, the camaraderie with the big guys. Because for a guy like Pat Bev, I'm looking for him to still be the leader he was last year, this year, but but, without understand, I mean, but with understanding that this is the other guy's team. And that's more so for me what it is about the ego of the other guys that aren't the stars more so than it is the stars being passive. Because you could be a star and be passive and like, yeah, I'm going to let everybody come up with me a media day because I want to look like a good guy. But when it comes to being on the court and having that leadership from man to man to man, you can still be a star and not be feel like you're a part of the team. You saw what happened with Kevin Durant. He was a star but still didn't feel as a part of a team. So I feel like the stars know that they're here to stay. You Paul George, you Kawhi Leonard, ain't nobody we are not getting traded. Nobody's we're not leaving here. We're here to help take this franchise and hopefully finish our careers here in the new staple. I mean I'm sorry, in the new center in Englewood, right? The other guys, you all pieces. So if you Pat Bev, you gotta stay here, but also you gotta still make an impression as being a leader for everybody else that comes in. Cause if you Pat Bev and your energy change because Kawhi and Paul George are there. The guys that's been there that's gonna notice, and the new guys gonna be like, "This ain't the same Pat Bev I'm getting." So seeing Pat Bev talk to those young guys, seeing Trez come through, seeing um, you know Mo Harkless actually being there and like behind the scenes, behind the cameras, seeing him talk to people within the organization, laughing, joking, talking to Corey McGetty. That's the kind of stuff that I'm looking at for this organization that, that really lets me know that like everybody that's there is there to fill in their role. And I told you last year, the only thing they were missing was a go-to scorer. Now they have two of them, and they got two additional role players. So I think they'll be cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I enjoyed the media day. I thought it was very, very good. I love having the amount of access that we have, because when you get there, you realize that there really are only so many organizations there. So us being there, as just not even not from a reporter fan standpoint, just as like a piece of like people documenting history, yeah. we are documenting history every day. Like, we grew up watching programs like we make for people, even though it's at a smaller scale, on TV and being like, yo, this is cool. Now we can do this for the new generation, and we have access to that stuff. And for me, that's the dopest part, even more so than the players and all of the other stuff. Like, it's cool to see them, but I've been I worked around entertainers. I help athletes start YouTube pages all the time, Twitter pages, Facebook pages. It's nothing to me. It's cool seeing... You know I'm kind of what absorb, I always wanted to see as a kid.
2: I'm here to absorb basketball knowledge and take over the world one day. Yeah, that's yeah, actually, actually, I don't care about basketball knowledge. No, nah, I'm, I'm here to absorb basketball knowledge. I don't knowledge care about basketball
1: knowledge because all of this could be over tomorrow. And if it's over tomorrow, it's over tomorrow. I'm gonna live with what with the memories that I have of the things of that I've seen and the things that I've experienced more so than it is me like seeking knowledge. But also like that's the difference is like. I've just been around so many of these people in a professional business setting. When I see them in a business setting, I'm just, I am don't care about speaking to you. I don't care how many MVPs you won. I don't care if you was on the latest show like.
2: I'm mean, gonna oh, it was Lloyd basketball. Yeah, no, 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 I feel
1: you, I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> I feel you, but like it's two different things. For me, I'm here to make great content. Like that's been my thing since the start, like. since the first day you saw me on the internet. I, I'm just here to make great content. It could be sports, it could be football, it could be any piece of content. I'm just here to make art, create shit, hopefully one day y'all be able to tell y'all kids and y'all families about what we did, and, and the memory of me will live on through other people, because at least with what we doing, like I said, document history, like, if you are a person in the future, when you search Paul George Media Day interview, Kawhi Leonard Media Day interview, it might be 20 videos that pop up, but we might be one of them 20 videos, and some That's kid right. might watch this in the future. And that's the kind of shit that keeps us going. So that's the kind of shit that I, I do it for, more so than the basketball. No, was like I love basketball as a game, but like that's all it is to me. It's just a game. You know what I mean? Okay. I love chess, but I'm not finna sit and watch nobody play chess. You know what I mean? It's okay. just but it's it's just a game to me. But I enjoy yeah, the entertainment of the game. Like long even long the long Spence Porter fight, which you did a great job of covering last week with, with Cam. Appreciate yeah, it, thank you. Um, I just enjoy the game of the fight. You know what I mean? Like before the fights, I didn't know anything about most of the people on that car. So like as we doing interviews, hearing them talk, I'm like, okay, this makes sense. So when I'm watching it, I'm seeing the fights completely different than I would have had when you not shot the content you shot with Donnie Cam. So I'm just like here to like I just love the content. So it's just really dope. Shout out to the LA Clippers, shout out to Kawhi, PG, the whole team. All of those guys are really dope guys.
2: Yeah, yeah, agreed. But, I mean, so moving off, just media day. I mean, obviously we came from media day. Yeah, we Um, literally just left media
1: day. So if you're watching this on Monday, media day was Sunday. But obviously you're seeing us on Monday. We literally just left media day. That's exactly why we're talking to Clippers as much as we are. But shout out to Eric Ramirez. He said, "Um, team you're most excited about for this season and why? Thank you for donating, Eric. We appreciate it. Let's go.
2: Um... Team I'm most excited about this. The Rock. Well, I got two, two teams. Uh, the Rockets. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, like you guys know, Har is one of my favorite players. Russell, Web- Russell Westbrook is one of my favorite players. Um, I thought that the Rockets uh, had a really, really good team last year. Um, I thought that they, I, I, that team, I, I thought that they had a better team than the year before last year, and I think that now they have a better team than they had last year. Now. Do they think, really? That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's not even a hate no, question. Yeah, no, I know I do. I think that they had to kind of like restructure their team on the fly last season. And I think that having guys like Austin Rivers, who's still young. Like people think Austin Rivers is like 32 years old. He's not. He's not even 30 yet. Mm-hmm. I like Austin Rivers I still think Austin Rivers Has mad potential bro Like I I, I I think that even When you could put You know I think he's one of the better mm-hmm. I'm sorry They agree with me In the chat room About that being
1: That person Who I think it is Okay
2: I think he's one of the better Isolation yeah. players That they have on the roster Obviously besides uh, um, I mean I even told you last year In, um, gang, in like In like a lot of the series They should have gave Austin Rivers some of those Isos and not Chris Paul And I
1: never agree with that But Continue
2: um, I think having him another year. I think having Daniel House another year. I think Capella being another year improved. Um, I think that uh, uh, having Eg another year, but he's locked in now. He knows he's not going anywhere. I think bringing Ryan Anderson back. That's some shooting that they did lose. Um, I think that having Gerald Greener on um, um, one more year. Like I'm just very very excited to see what this what what this basketball team does. And also, it's Dan Tony's last year on this deal. So if like if this don't work the system and everything else might be completely different next year um so i'm very i'm very interested to see them and also i'm very interested to see um the nets i think that what you are um <coughs> now ahead. Kyrie's press conference i i actually i really really enjoyed it um i, I, I sat back and i watched Kyrie's He's and i watched Kyrie's press conference um you say you say cop and please but this is when i try to always tell people like athletes are human too it's like I've experienced death in the family. Hold on, hold on. Like I, I, I've, I i did not say anything. I've,
1: I've, I was actually just my only caveat is regardless. This aside from the death from the family part, it's the other parts that I have problems with Kyrie in terms of not a, not the death in the family part. Go
2: ahead. Um, I've experienced death in the family. It so was, I'm, what I'm saying before that. Nah, for me, but 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 go ahead. but um, so that when he says like yo like yeah I want to stay in Boston then this happened and like you know I maybe didn't handle things the right way like people act like what happens out. Off of the court, sometimes can have an effect on you on the court. Yeah. It can. So if like yo, I'm in a new city trying to you know figure things out. Also, there's a lot of things going on in the um, locker room anyway. Like he's like he alluded to like yo like we're like sometimes like it's the veteran teams usually every year that make deep runs in the playoffs. Yeah. Because they just know certain things and just know how to win. You're still dealing with a very very young team. He's very young. Kyrie's not even like 28 years old yet. He's still very young. He's a young player trying to figure out how to be a leader. While I was trying to figure out how to be a leader, dealing with my personal life, which I really respected. Um, and I just think that he's in a situation now in Brooklyn. He just looks happy. Like, he literally, he looked happier. He ain't looked that happy. I, don't, I swear to God, like, in, in all my years of, like, watching Kyrie interviews, I ain't never seen that man look that happy. <coughs> I've never, ever seen that. Like, he looked... My j-
1: favorite part is just, like, him and Kevin Durant talking about just, like, texting each other and being like, yeah, look be." I'm like... As a Warriors fan, that shit made me sick. KD, I mean, KD, if this, if that was you, if you are Mr. Uh, Jumpman49 who said uh, TPJ dissing KD calling him a beta and an ISO player. Yeah, he was hype when he was a big alpha going ISO on Braun in the last two minutes of the finals. That sound like Kevin Durant. I'm sorry. That sound like Kevin Durant talking in third right. person. I don't want the K- KD, if that is you watching this. If that is you, KD, if you are Mr. Jumpman 49, I don't wanna hear it, bro. You left, bro. You came there, you stole two rings with my man's wardale, and then you booked it to go hang out with your homies. I don't like it. I'm sorry. I mean, but even still. My like, guy, KD, I still got mad love for you. Come sit down on the table. We'll I mean, we'll speak with you like men. But I but no. But I ain't sure, got no respect for it. But
2: even still, when he was talking, I, I felt like it was it was for one a life decision. And like he just wants to play with his friends like I think we all want to work with our friends and do things like that they said it wasn't some huge thing it's like okay we're at a point in our lives where like we can choose let's link up here let's go to the Nets and also I think that you hear um I I think the main thing that you heard about the Nets in in general was like they want to put their players first they don't want to them as human beings comes before them as the basketball player. That seemed to be the main theme of the press conference. That seemed to be third Kyrie's main bro. theme of the press conference. The third eye, bro. So I think that that was <laughs> Put something that X was... the files music over this. The third eye, bro. I think that that was something very, very important for him. So again, I just loved what I heard out of Nets Media Day. I loved what Kyrie said. Kyrie looked happy. I loved what KD said. I love what DJ said. So I feel like my two teams that I'm most excited to watch would be the Nets because I'm excited about what Kyrie's going to do this year and the Rockets. To answer your question, long... Long okay. answer For me,
1: my my um my three teams to watch this year number one will be the Golden State Warriors as always. I mean it is what it is. Um Stephen Wardell Curry is gonna win his third MVP. Um I actually think I actually think Steph Curry is gonna be the first person in, in um in history to win unanimous MVPs. Back to two unanimous MVPs. Okay. I think this year it will be undoubtedly, undoubtedly, nope. undoubtedly, undoubtedly the best season of his career. He's you told me he was MVP. better. You
2: told me he was getting better last year. Yeah, but he's not gonna be unanimous MVP. The yes, reason is. why is it the, 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 the look. The
1: uh, if the Warriors if the Warriors win sixty eight games, he ain't unanimous MVP. If he yeah. if he plays if he plays seventy four of them, seventy five of them, and he the best player on the team,
2: they went sixty eight games. Sure, I don't think they're gonna win sixty eight games. We in here. I don't think they're gonna win sixty eight games.
1: Golden State never lost. Even when we lost, we was injured, so we never lost. Okay, we did lose. It was I was a, I was hurt for a while. I'm not gonna lie, and I criticized Steph. I just want y'all to know, I'm not impartial. Am I impartial? No, but you're irrational, Steve. No, stop that. Am I impartial? You're I irrational. don't care about being irrational. Am I impartial? No, but you're irrational. And, uh, uh, am I
2: impartial? No, but you're No, irrational. am I impartial? No, but you're I don't care irrational. about being irrational.
1: You're, 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 no,
2: you're we built irrational. this platform off of off of both of us being irrational. Are extremely irrational. We built this platform you off both of us, us being irrational. You're very, very consistent You're very consistent But you're very yeah, irrational look we, are, look, we are at 162 you're episodes But you are very we are irrational at, We are at 162 episodes You are episodes. extremely irrational you're I'm consistent. not irrational You no, are consistent no, in not. the irrationality Steph could have been better Go be better Okay
1: But when Steph win unanimous MVP this year
2: Again, back to It ain't back to back He's But two even times even unanimous
1: MVP, MVP Stephen
2: Curry He's When, when it happens When it happens Remember I told you that He's not winning unanimous MVP It's happened
1: So the Warriors number one the Chicago Bulls, number two, because I think we're going to make the playoffs. Um, and the third team I'm most excited to see this year is the L.A. Clippers, and that's only because hopefully we will be covering numerous games of the Clippers this year. So I'll be able to see it in person and speak with the guys after they play versus a lot of other times. Um, even last year, I mean, I, you know, I had a job, so, I, so like, you covered most of the games for the Clippers last year. Uh, I, I covered, like, at the end of the season toward the summer, but, like, I'm excited to, with as many games as we apply for as coverage, if we can get all of them, imagine how much more basketball we both will have seen throughout a regular season, but also with the two caliber of players that they have.
2: You know what I mean? I'm just, just, like, with them. So so the Clippers are my
1: third teams. Warriors, Bulls, and Clippers. With the
2: Clippers, I'm just excited to study defense. Um, I think, like, with the WNBA, I just learned about, like, small things. Like just how much the small things matter in basketball. Like set the screen. Yeah, like simple things like that. Like, yo, set the screen, bro. Make
1: some
2: contact. Make some Sports contact, bro. But like the small things, because I think in the My WNBA, bad. the small things flare up more because they don't have the same level of athleticism. So the fact of you height I saw right. literally I
1: saw Patrick Patterson walk past Chineo Gumen cows like, damn, the WBA players aren't really that much smaller because like Amongst most women that are playing in the WBA, she looks like, you know,
2: like. Yeah, and tall. And
1: then you see Patrick Patterson walk past her, I'm like, whoa. Yeah, this but. This dude is tall. Bro. So,
2: but like with the Clippers, I'm going to to study defense. I think that when you look at it, they should set their sights on having the best, on having one of the best defensive teams ever. There is no reason. Like, like when you talk about the 96 Bulls, mm-hmm. they should have that level of defense. I told you. That level of what defense. Did I tell you? Stop it! What did I stop say it! it. What did I, tell I know you? what you're gonna say, but stop it!
1: What did I tell stop you? It.
2: But that's a stop what I, it! No, but can you just say, you what say I'm it's better? You. But no, no. What did I tell you? then? Who? Scottie Pippen. Exactly. He's not better than Scotty Pippen. Bulls. He's not better than Scottie. You
1: told me LeBron and Kawhi would be um, uh, Mike and Scottie two What? 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 Explain to me why Kawhi and Paul George can't be Mike and two I didn't
2: say they couldn't be. My thing is this: I just don't think Paul George is better than Scotty Pippen. I think there's some on the court he does better. I don't think he's a better basketball player than uh Scotty Pittman. But regardless, I'm just excited to see them play defense. Like that's why I'm so excited about um this season in general. Yeah. Um, it's because like I think everything is just a battle of styles, man. Like I think if you're a team that uh um is prioritizing um scoring from the perimeter like the yeah. Warriors, the Blazers, the Rockets, boy, you're gonna have a long series with the Clippers, dog. A long think, series I think with the Clippers. Uh, and I, it it I don't depend on the night. night
1: because if I'm if I'm the I think I think the one the one thing that we saw from Clippers media day, which to me was the most alarming, was nobody really talked from the standpoint of I'm gonna be the primary point guard or ball handler, and that out of everything, it doesn't like nobody knew. Nah, wait a minute, but let me finish. With the Lakers, it was about. Who's starting at point guard, right? But you know you have Rajon Rondo, you have LeBron James. According to the Lakers' first practice, it was it was Rajon Rondo, Danny Green, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and JaVale McGee starting at center, right? So you know you have a point guard. With the Clippers, Patrick Beverly is a good point guard, but he is not a distributor. He averages four to five assists a year. Paul George, four to five assists a year. Kawhi Leonard, 3.5 to five assists a year, Right? You got Lou Will. He averaged seven assists i uh, um, I'm sorry, a game last year. But I he think it was seven. Think it was seven. Look Google it. Seriously, I think it was seven. I think, think it was, it was seven point one. I Think
2: it was like six points. Google it. It was. I think it 7. was seven point nah, one. Nah, that's not Go, true. Google it. It was. Google it. But that's nah, not. It just came up. Lou Williams not true Lou, yeah, click I it I think it was five point. Yeah, it's 5.4 Oh, it's 5.4? Okay, yeah, I'm sorry, no, I'm sorry, I, I, I'm, I'm, no, sorry no, I'm sorry, no, I'm, sorry no, I'm
1: sorry, I'm sorry I'm sorry, I'm sorry I'm sorry, I'm sorry That's what, that's what the stats are here. 5.4 So you got a bunch of guys That average 3.5 to 5.4 assists the, My biggest concern was Who's gonna Hold the ball. My thing is And this. not who's going to hold the ball at the end because we know we got two guys. Who's going to hold the ball
2: during the rest of the game? My thing is this. It's That's like, the biggest problem for the Clippers. But, but here we go. We, t- we So, like, you talk about defense. I'm talking about. But here we go. We talk that. about ball movement. And, like, most teams that point guards averaging 10 assists means you're doing a lot of holding the ball. And I think that the thing about the Clippers, they said it. It could be point guard by committee. I think Pat could take it someplace. And also, don't sleep on this. I, I saw somebody bring this up in our comments. Landry Shaman. I think Landry Shamit. Yeah, Shaman, they asked someone yeah, about, asking, that that. about that. Yeah, asked about that. I can't
1: remember which report. I think um, Landry
2: Shamit actually played point guard in college. Yeah, it's just that he gets to the pros. He's 6'3". Is yeah. like okay, no way, you're not the nah, so you're gonna play the two. So I think Landry can run some point. And if you know Pat Bev say, yo, Landry can shoot. That's what we learned. So you ain't know he can shoot last year, yeah, but not like this. All you need from your point guard is to be a guy who can hit a three and my, play defense. Also,
1: my only concern is Pat better be worried for his job. But also. Because if Landry come in with that second unit one day that got PG
2: and Kawhi see, in there but, and, they, and they cooking. See, but I don't think Landry's coming off the bench. I think the star lineup is going to be Pat Bev, Landry Shamit, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Zubak.
1: The projected star lineup is, is, is Patrick Beverly, Paul George, the shooting guard, Kawhi Leonard, Jermichael Green, and Zubak. That's a projected start
2: line. Mm-mm. I would rather see Patrick Beverly, Landry Shemmy, because you need that great shooter, especially with guys like Kawhi and Paul George. In the floor. You needs to open it up and make it where, yo, you can't help off him, especially if Pat going to be on the floor. Even Pat said, like, if I'm scouting the team, I'm the one who I'm going to leave open, so I got to be able to make shots. So it's like you don't want it where you can help off too many people. I disagree with that. I personally would go with Moe Harkless. I
1: would personally go Patrick Beverly, um, Paul George at the two um, Kawhi at the three, Mo Harkless at the four, Zubak at the five. I personally, shoot last
2: year. I personally
1: think that Mo Harkless will be a guy. If you do, if I think what that does for you, if you the Clippers, you can switch one through four, and I think that makes life a lot easier for you, especially when you play teams like the Lakers. When you play teams like the Lakers, you're gonna be having to deal with JaVale and then you're gonna be having to deal with Dwight coming off the bench. If you're a team like the Clippers, man, you're going to need some size up front. Look, and you're going to need to
2: be able to switch one through four because the Lakers one through four can switch. I'm going to tell you, bro. Landry Shamet as a rookie, shot 42% from three. How many threes a game? Sorry, sorry. Took five. He took six when he got how to LA and shot 45%. He, take, many, he took five. No, no,
1: look, no, how many total threes did he take? Did he take over 100 in each place?
2: He took 400 threes combined. No, how many in each year? He, in each place, he took uh 245 in Philly and 151 in LA. You can't put that man Landry on the bench. G. I need that shooting. Like he replaces JJ Reddick. What they lost in JJ Reddick, you bring in Landry. And Landry's a better defender than what JJ is. Like I'm not key, key. with like, it. Or, if, if, real, real, if Landry's real quick, who we think he real quick, is, cool. Real quick, Landry's a three and D guy. Like Landry is a guy who's gonna chase you around screens. You even peep. And which is which is why I think why. She, she played great
1: defense on, on stuff.
2: Reason being why is because as opposed to Shea, Shea's not really used to coming around screens. I think Landry being a shooter yeah. knows how to like deal with that more often. So yeah. nah, man, I like Patrick Beverly, Landry Shaman, uh, uh Kawhi Leonard, Paul George because even still that you can still switch one through four.
0: Yeah,
2: Pat can guard up. Yeah, Landry can guard down, and then you put Zubac out there, at, and then and then you put Zubac out there, then you put Jemichael, you can switch one through five.
1: I, th- my only caveat with this Clippers team is I think people putting a little too much faith in Jermichael Green.
2: Yeah, but how much? Yeah, but how many minutes do you think Jermichael Green going to play?
1: It depends on Zubac. Like, I oh, so wa- you got Trez there, too. No, but listen, I, I don't look. I, I fuck with Trez, but fuck Trez when it comes to talking about winning. When we talking about winning, we talking about size. This year in the NBA, everybody's favorite question in media day was, how do you feel now that there's no contender? There's no contender because there's really no team in the NBA with real relative size up front other than the Lakers.
2: Uh, the Sixers.
1: Yes, but the only difference with that is can Embiid and Horford play on the same floor at the same time? It, that is a big... that like A lot of people don't really understand that if that doesn't go well in Philly, Horford's going to get traded. They're going to trade him by the trade deadline. I'm not joking. I think they'll be fine. If he, I, I personally think they'll be fine. But if you in a Western Conference... You thinking about size. Jamichael, to me, proved last year versus the Warriors that you can't leave him in, in a lineup in which you have to switch everything. Because even if, he get, even if he ends up on a guy like Draymond, Draymond can drive and kick. And I didn't see that level of defensive playmaker from him that I needed to see. With Paul George, he had a torn Labrum, right? So, okay, I understand it. We saw Alyssa Thompson, two Torrin Labrums playing in the WNBA Finals. Like, that's wild, right? Kawhi was a little bit hot, but even Kawhi did a great job defending Giannis, did a great job defending... Whoever he was defending in the finals, which he really wanted not defend really nobody, because that's, exactly that's exactly why. That's exactly why we quick. never lost, but we lost.
2: Real quick, real quick, real quick. No, as he was guarding Draymond, like he nah nah man, he made Draymond's life hard. I'm
1: about to get up and walk
2: off. He made me. Draymond's about, life hard. New
1: set, new design. You about to get your first walk off? He made Draymond's. I already got to go to the bathroom. He made Draymond's life very hard. Down. Nobody cares about what. That's see. Kawhi locking down Draymond is like telling me Kawhi
2: locking down no, Montrez last year. Don't, no, blow look, because if you lock down Draymond, you throw off the offense. Come on, you throw off the time. of the uh, offense. You do. Kevin Durant went out there. So what? Demarcus Cousins was barely out there. Even more. If Draymond not having a good game, you throwing off the timing of the whole offense.
1: I'm not upset at that. I'm not upset.
2: Even more.
1: (laughs) I'm not upset at that.
2: But I got to go
1: to the bathroom. So because I got to go to the bathroom, make sure you mark this down in the notes. Talk to the people about your
2: favorite basketball memory as a child. I'll be right back. Um, Favorite basketball memory as a child. Uh... I don't know, man, there's so many. Um Off top, I would probably have to say, uh, the Bulls going seventy two and ten. Um, I remember when they when they um, went seventy two and ten because um I remember my well not seventy two and yeah, yeah, seventy two and ten. Because I remember my grandmother actually we were uh, I remember her saying, like, yo, them, them boys won seventy games, them boys won seventy games and then when they're 70, their seventy of a game against um Milwaukee. And I think being from a kid um, a kid from um, Chicago, um, the Bulls are, especially if you grew up in the 90s or late 80s or whatever. The Bulls are like ingrained in like your childhood, and I think that's why you see so many, you know, pure basketball fans in um, Chicago. Because, I mean, like we won six rings in 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 nine years, and pretty much the only good thing that you knew about Chicago at that point in time was the Bulls. And I think that that's why so many of us are basketball fans. Like the playgrounds were full growing up playing basketball. That's probably the first memory I have. Um, uh, as a child, though, um, what else was a great memory as a child for me growing up? Um, um, I want to say the Bron Pistons game, when Bron scored the last 22 points, I think that was the Sorry, first man. moment. I think like that was the first moment when you was like, yo, this man, Bron, is here. Like, Bron is... Here, here. You want the funniest um, part about that game?
1: Was that I was in um oh no, actually no, that was a Miami game.
2: Never mind. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, but no, I, I think that that was the moment where you like, yo, Bron was here, here. And my last favorite moment, the Malice at the Palace. I think everybody remembers what they were doing when the Malice. The, the, the That's the like black <laughs> I stain. See it though. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't see it. I didn't bro. see it
1: live. I saw
2: afterwards when they when I turned on the game and they're like, yeah, the game is. I'm like, why the game? Bro, bro, tell me why my cousins went to that game but left before like it happened. Come, why they leave? Because oh, yeah, it was, was a, a blowout. A ballad, yeah. So they was like, yeah, we trying to beat traffic, and they get on turn on the radio like there was a fight at the at the Palace. But like, bro, I remember. It was a Friday night. Yeah. Obviously, I'm like ESPN. ESPN. I'm like 13 years old, so ain't nobody going out. Yeah. So I'm just sitting watching this game on my like 13 inch TV that my grandma had in like one of the, in like one of the rooms yeah. in the house, and I just see like Ron Artest hopping the crowd. I'm like, yo, is this really fucking happening? And when you 13, everything is lit. It's a fight. <laughs> so you're see, like, yo, this is, is like lit. like the game was mad boring, but the fight. It's like, yo, this is fucking lit, bro. <laughs> you don't really understand the magnitude of like what just happened. Because yeah. you're like, yo, this is a great fight. Like, yo, this is wild. Wow, this is amazing. You laughing the whole time. Hella excited. It made the NBA actually more lit to you. That yeah. somebody got to hooking. And then like the fucking Jermaine O'Neal punch, bro. Oh, my God, bro. That's All like that. Gee, the Jermaine O'Neal punch is top five punches in American history. G, the fact he slid, he slid and connected with that man so smooth. How is that man alive today? That man said, "If I
1: didn't slide, he might have been dead." I'm like, how is he not dead now?
2: G, the punch was
1: still, bro. Did you not see the punch, G? He said, "If I didn't slide, that man, man. He said, if I didn't slide, I might have been in jail." Like, goddamn, bro. How are you trying to hit that man? But I feel him. He's like, we was fighting for our life. Gee. I feel him though. Ron Artista, like, we was mad as hell at Ron Artis. That man, man came man in, in and said, you think we're going to get in trouble?
2: trouble? Gee, what do you mean you think we're going to get in trouble, bro? <laughs> but like, as media, what do you do after that?
1: Laugh. Like, I'm yeah. in the stands like, that. Nah, ain't okay. okay? I, ain't I mean, it. now
2: shit, I'm like, oh!
1: Now, <laughs> now, nah, nah, I'm, like, I'm like, that picture you had at the, at the practice, like, I'm going to go, oh, shit! Shit! gotta get it. But... Shout out to the uh, app Mob Crush We're streaming live On Mob Crush We're streaming on Twitter live Twitch, Facebook All of that But let's go ahead We've been talking about Clippers and Media Day And all that stuff Let's actually talk about The Pacific Division And the NBA How it started What team
2: do you wanna How you gonna start without me bro well, I me mean, No I didn't what start the fuck? No I'm saying like We did our Clippers one already We already kinda like started it we I mean did we do that Huh No we gotta do official Come on it's gotta go up Let's go Warriors first Who you got Warriors first Warriors first Why not you scared? You you scared? scared? Alright. You scared? So for the Warriors, right? Um I think Steph will have a great year. I think D gonna have a great year. I don't know who they're gonna guard. Um but same time I think that I I think the best defense the Warriors can play is Steph and D Lo on offense. I think that's the best defense they can play. As in, you think that you're gonna like wear the other opposing backcourt down just because they gotta guard you for 48 minutes. Um, so I think that. Um, I think that. I don't think this year is the championship year for the Warriors. I do think they'll have a good team, though. I do think that as long as that as um, they can stay healthy, there'll be like a 50. The Warriors team. got
1: Marquise Chris
2: since when? They say he' on the roster. That's a good pickup for them. Um, I don't think that there'll be a fifth. I mean, went well, no. I think there'll be a fifty win team. I don't think that that they're a championship contender, but I think that when you look towards next year, it's like, okay, yeah, next year is a year where you like, you know what, Clay gonna be a year healthy off the ACL. Um, I, I, I think Clay will come back. But my thing with Clay is his defense, not so much his offense. Um he still has to come back and be the same level defender that he was prior. I mean, you're looking at it, especially when you lose KD. Um, Draymond's getting up in orders, Steph is getting up in order. I think Steph is a good – like, it's like a decent, solid defender. You're not just going to hold Steph. But same time, Steph is what, 32, 31? 30, 31. 30, 31. 31. Next year – no, but we'll he's, be turn, 32 in, he's uh, in turning March. he's turning 32 in March. The year after, he'll be 33. Steph is getting up in his 30s now. He's a guard. So, Clay still needs to come back and play the same level of defense that he played before, especially with the ACL. ACL affects your lateral movement. Not really like you going straight forward, but but like your lateral movement. To play defense, you got to move laterally. So, I don't think this year the championship year for the Warriors, but I do like the roster that they put together. They got a lot of guys who can dribble and shoot. And I think that what you saw in the finals last year was even though the other guys were hurt, then they didn't have so many guys who could dribble and shoot. Even a guy like Jordan Poole, a guy like Alex Burke. All the guys who can dribble. Glenn and Robinson fi- the third. Glenn Robinson the third. All guys who can dribble and figure it out on their own. Sean Livingston, unless he in one spot can't really dribble Mid-range and then guy, own. yo, shout
1: out to Sean Livingston, bro. Thank you for being one of the greatest warriors in history. Thank you for being one of the biggest inspirations in NBA history. Like if you were alive to see Sean Livingston hurt his ankle, I'm sorry, not his ankle, his his leg and literally tear it and like his shit was like backwards. And you know how a leg go. It 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 don't be like this. It was like that on like national his television. Knee. His knee. No, but it's no it it's disgusting. Not. No, his leg was still like nah, this though. Nah, bro,
2: it's knee. His leg was
1: still crazy though. Um, something was crazy. No, man.
2: his whole leg was like this. I don't know, don't pull it up. Nah, Gee, I, I don't, don't want to see it now. Stop, bro. I'm not nah, wanna, wanna see that. I don't want to see I don't want see see I'm I'm sure to imagine you. to you. Sean, anyway. Regardless, I um I'm 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 happy that they picked up people who can dribble and shoot. Now I think that that's gonna help them a lot. Um I don't think that. Uh, again, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think that they're a championship team. He was a Clipper too. He was a Could Clipper. You imagine covering that. Um, I don't think that they're. a champ- uh! I don't think that they're a championship team this year, but I do think that in two years, when you look towards twenty twenty one, twenty twenty, I think that's when you like, yo, this Warriors team like they're back. So we'll see. You want to see it? No, Come I don't want to see it, G. Stop, bro. Stop trying to show me. Oh, uh, G. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Stop, bro. Everyone throw up on the set? All right. But for me, obviously, Warriors fans, Chicago Bulls fans, been watching the Warriors since 20, uh, you know, since 2004, been a Bulls fan my whole life, born and raised in Chicago. Number one, um, the Bulls aren't going to be any contenders this year, but the Warriors, we will be. We're back. Now, I'm looking at this roster. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts. Ain't no way around it. Kevin Durant was there. Klay Thompson was there. Klay Thompson is hurt. Kevin Durant is hurt but gone. And being third, bros with Kanye. I mean, I'm sorry, with Kyrie, same person. Kanye, Kanye was Kyrie Irving. <laughs> Kanye. That's Ky- next
2: episode. Kanye is Kyrie Irving.
1: Kyrie West.
2: Put that man. Kyrie West. Kyrie,
1: Kyrie, so- Kyrie West. <laughs> Kyrie, West. <laughs> Kyrie West. But um, we're still gonna uh, be championship contenders. I'm going to be honest with you. Do the Warriors make the finals? Of course the fan in me wants to say yes. Um, but realistically speaking from a basketball analyst standpoint, I think the f- the furthest that we could make it without a healthy Klay Thompson um would be the second round. Mm-hmm. But I do think that if Klay Thompson comes back in March and he looks to be somewhat healthy, even if he can give the Warriors 60% of what he has, that will be good enough for me because of the fact that I do believe D'Angelo Russell will be an all star this year in the West. I repeat, D'Angelo Russell will be an all star this year in the West. I repeat, D'Angelo Russell will be an all star this year in the West. I don't think it'll be an all star, but I, I think, think D'Angelo Russell has a year in which he averages 23 points per game, he averages 7.3 assists per game. And he shoots about 46 to 48% from the field and about 36 to 39% from the three. I think that D'Angelo Russell is going to be in the best possible position that you could have ever put him in, right? He got to play with Luke for one year, right? Before he got traded. Was it one year? Yeah. Luke ain't Steve Kerr. You like to disrespect Steve Kerr. I'm not gonna we not gonna argue about it, but you I'm just dis- dis- you, you disrespect him. No, I don't. You do. You keep saying, what do you gotta do with roster? he did it with three different rosters. No, you can't tell been. me the Bulls did it with two different rosters and, and then sit up here and say, Oh, well he only did one I mean one roster. Keep no going. he didn't, he did it with multiple rosters.
2: Listen, but both rosters. But, roster. but, 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 but oh, listen. I said I don't wanna talk
1: about this. Okay. We talking about
2: this. D is gonna be an all star. What the Bulls did is not why Phil Jackson, the greatest coach ever. It's about doing it. It's about it's about doing it beforehand. Then you win the rings with the Bulls. Then you go to the Lakers win those rings. Then you. Beforehand, come back Lakers, what win happened beforehand? Rings. He still had consistent fifty-win teams. Changed the whole offense up. Brought something you had never seen to the NBA. Okay, you talk about beforehand with yeah, the
1: Bulls. Okay, I mean that win, was really text winning. But look, birthday.
2: but look, then you win. Then you win fifty. Well, no, then you win three games. Mike retires. Win fifty-six games. Damn near get to the finals again. Mike comes back. You win. Three more rings. I mean, then you shit, leave. KD retire for the but listen, but listen. Then you leave. Get another three P. Then you leave again. Come back and repeat. That's why I feel one of the goats. Steve you gotta keep going.
1: No, he don't. Let's go. It don't matter. Still, Steph Curry is projected to be the starting point guard. I think Steph Curry, as I said early in this show, has the potential to win his second unanimous MVP. I no. think it, I think he does. I think, they gotta got, some I of think the games he gotta win so many I think no they don't. I think no they don't.
2: Not really. You are not giving nobody United. How many wins You think
1: the Warriors Could get maximum this year
2: 54
1: So imagine They get to 63 And he at the helm Of that Putting up numbers He did In his Here's why. MVP Giving you 30 Shooting 90 50 40 Per game
2: Here's why Here's why Because you got people Like for instance Giannis 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 gonna take Some votes away From Steph bro is gonna take some. Okay,
1: votes fine. MVP, but, I don't care. He, we're this here. This is not. We're here. Not, here. That's not happening. Wardell,
2: no. Steph, Curry. We're here. is gonna we're get here. some votes. We're um, here. Ad gonna get some he votes. he ain't going nowhere. We're AD here. Ad gonna get some votes. He not gonna. AD he can get all the votes
1: MVP.
2: he wants. We're here. He not unanimous MVP. We're here. Ad ain't getting
1: more votes than that man in all star game. We're here. We're here. Okay. We ain't going nowhere. Never lost. Can you continue with your preview? Point is, the thing that worries me for this team is Alfonso McKinney starting at small forward. Alfonso McKinney is someone who I actually went to high school with, Um, I think his his freshman year um, at the school I went to, he was there. So he's someone who I root for because he's from the crib, I've always rooted for him. But being a starting small forward for the Warriors, he has to come back this year and literally be Harrison Barnes' light. For them to even continue to stay in that span in which they can continue to compete. I think D'Angelo Russell will be great. I think Alec Burke could wind up stepping in and sneaking and taking that role from him. I look at a guy like Marquise Chris. If he comes in and he starts playing decent, maybe you might want to put Draymond at the three and and I'm and I'm dead ass. I'm dead ass. You need who's gonna be the three? Who's gonna be the three for this team? Now Draymond! Why not?
2: Why? I'm dead ass. Why? Why? He got the back to shooting the better percent to play the three, G. No, he don't. No, he don't. Motherfucker, you gonna run out. Steph listen, just just, just real quick. Listen to what you just I said. I know what bro. I just said. Steph Curry, D'Angelo Russell, Draymond Green, Marquise Chris, Willie Colleystein. Bro,
1: I you just You know how said many them.
2: people we gonna throw at them two men? What you mean? You've been one of the main ones telling me for years Marquise Chris is gonna be decent. Yeah, Kevin been... Lobs? He can't stretch the flow. That's fine. You got the same issue that you had in the finals. I told you Draymond gotta get better anyways. Did I not? If Draymond, if Draymond lineup.
1: shoot less than less than thirty
2: five percent from three that to is G a terrible it's a problem. Lineup. That, is, that, that it's is not a, a terrible, a terrible lineup. lineup. No, it's not. That's a terrible no, lineup. No, it's
1: not. You gotta hold over until Clay get back. Here's my when thing. When Clay get back, when Clay get back, then you can put Clay and everybody also, go to the natural
2: spots. Clay also, ain't back. Also, here's my thing with D right? I I, I I wonder what D future in Golden State is gonna be. Reason being is because again, Clay Thompson, especially with KD being gone, with Iggy being gone, with you know some of your better defenders being gone, Klay Thompson really has to step up and be an all-defensive defender every single year. No, he doesn't. He gotta make the team every no, single does. year. Again, no, you lost, you you lost three out of your best five defenders.
1: Mm, one injury. You didn't lose him. He's injured.
2: No, you lost uh K D, you lost uh um oh, you lost oh. two out of your best Four defenders. You lost Iggy, you lost KD. And who else? You lost Iggy and KD. Yeah, all right. So you lose two Iggy's out of your best aging. four defenders. KD, KD,
1: was, KD was smooth defensively.
2: KD was he smooth won, defensively? He won cha- KD was but smooth defensively, thing about, but outside of his second year, going to say, he wasn't changing the game defensively. But, but look, listen, but the but thing about KD? KD is still seven feet. So you have to at least, especially want help account for that man. I swear, I think that's KD. Bro. So, again, when it comes to it, the thing about Clay is he cannot lose a step defensively. He can't lose a step defensively. So I think that the thing about D'Lo's future is if Clay isn't the same defensively, then you have to go out and get defense. There was a rumor in which D'Lo wanted to, well, in which Delo wanted, wanted, wanted to go to Minnesota. T- there are some people in Minnesota. Robert Covington is a guy you may look to get. Like Robert Covington, again, I still think Wiggins has a future. I still think Wiggins I, is decent. I swear to God, Wiggins at the three. Stop!
1: Don't say another word. Literally. I swear to God, Bob Myers, if you trade for Andrew Wiggins, I'm never rooting for the Warriors again. Continue. They also... I swear to God, listen to also, me. Also, hold on. Steph Curry is dead to me if you trade for Andrew Wiggins. Listen, I'm dead ass. Don't listen, do that.
2: Listen, do not... Bob Myers, don't you do that shit. Listen. Listen. Listen real quick. They also have Jared Culver. They don't do some, that. Bob Myers, you, if you trade... I swear to God. They also have Jared Culver. They also have some guys. So it's like that's a deal that maybe could be two years in the workings if Clay doesn't come back. Um, and he's not the same defender that he is, that that he was before he left. But again, when they all get back, you talk about that three-headed monster. I played them on 2K the other day. Like, man, when they get up and run down the court, threes fly. So I think they have to, you know, restructure their bench. Hopefully Jordan Poole can give them something. Um, Hopefully the guy, Eric, uh, I forget his uh, um, last name, but the rookie that they picked up, I think, from Villanova, hopefully he can come in and be like a Draymond-type player. Yeah. Hopefully they can resurrect um, Willie. Well, I don't think college-dance career is dead, but hopefully they can – Hopefully they can do what. Hopefully they can do for Willie Collins what Chris Paul did for Tyson Chandler. You know how you know who Tyson Chandler was when he went to New Orleans and who he was when he left New Orleans. You were thinking Tyson Chandler was a guy who was on his way out the league when he left the Bulls and went to New Orleans. Then he get a deal. Then he get a deal from, um, from the Mavericks. So hopefully. I really don't think that's bro, man. Y'all ain't be messing with bro. That's not that I'm man. not messing with bro. That's not that's that That's very man.
1: specific.
2: That's not that's that That's a man. very
1: specific comment. That's not that I've man. tagged this man in a lot of posts. That's not that man, I, man. I've tagged him in the post. By the way, NBA players, I'm not running from you. When you see me in person, you will see me. You can come up to me and talk to see me. We can too. have a discussion. Oh, the stream it don't matter. Still, we can have a discussion. When you see me, you will see me. We can have a discussion. I don't care. When you see me, you'll see me. You can't you. When you see me, you see me.
2: I don't think that's that man. Gee, that man is that. I don't think that's that man. Evil. I highly doubt it. But uh, that's my Warriors season preview. So, again, if I had to put a forecast on it, I would I, I would say anywhere between 50 to 53 games. Um, I think that they could make the second round. Um, they can even make a college finals run depending on who they run into. But if I had to put it on it, I would say... Uh, depending on who they match up against, first or second round exit for the Warriors, but they will not be an easy out at all. They 100% will not be an easy out. First um, or second round? Huh. First, first or second round exit. They won't be an Why easy. Why we exit
1: in the first round?
2: Just Depending on matchup. When you seen us exit in the first round? Who we exit in the first round too? Yeah, I think you get. No, exit I'm asking to. you. Listen, listen. I think the Blazers. I think I think the Blazers are a team. Um, I think that.
1: I do. The Portland Trailblazers yes. The team that lost a seventeen point lead
2: versus yes. us. We gonna Okay continue. Yes, the Blazers. continue. I'm listening, I'm listening. Um maybe the Nuggets.
1: You want that dope. Nuggets. You want that book of sugar. Um
2: the Jazz actually. The Jazz. The Jazz. Um I think they could be the t- I think the Rockets would be a very interesting series Of Warriors Rockets. I think they'll be an interesting series. Um, I think if they get matched up against the Clippers, I think the Clippers uh would The Jazz? What? The Jazz. Yeah.
1: Dead ass. Yes. Like not even no cameras. Yes. Not even no cameras. Dead yes. ass. I'm dead ass. No. Yes. Not no cameras. Dead ass. Yes. The jazz. Yes. The jazz. Yes. The jazz. Yes. Donovan Mitchell eliminated Steph Curry.
2: Yes. Donovan Mitchell eliminating. It's Donovan? not just about Donovan no, Mitchell. The jazz genius. Yes. It's not just about
1: Donovan Mitchell.
2: Yes. You serious? Yes. I am. Yes. Yes.
1: Better $100 right now The Jazz don't beat the Warriors In the playoffs If they play each other Nah no, right now Alright Cool I want my fucking $100 <laughs> um, Fuck of here So the Jazz What the fuck is wrong um, with you
2: What's wrong with you Actually What's wrong with you Actually Easy money Warriors Lakers Easy money Warriors Lakers, money. Warriors, Lakers Would fuck actually be a very Interesting series Um, Because again I think it's a battle Between Perimeter and interior And You just really said that shit with a straight ass face. Yes. On hoots and brews. Yes. I A'ight, think, the jazz, A'ight, A'ight, I think the jazz have a really good A'ight, team. Aye, bro. I think the Jazz A'ight, have a really A'ight, good basketball A'ight, team. Aye, bro. I think the Jazz have a really good Aye, bro. You A'ight, just don't. A'ight, you just do not A'ight, rock with Donovan Mitchell. Aye, you I out of your goddamn really mind.
1: Donovan Mitchell eliminate Steph Curry, Deandre Russell, and Clayton. It's not just
2: about Donovan Mitchell. It's not just about Donovan Mitchell. Mike Holly's there. Bonovich is there. Go Burke's still there. Hopefully he added some post moves to his game. So we can actually score the ball. Alright. Alright. Um, but yeah, regardless though, um, I think that it's it's right, it's, bro. it's it's um not so much about this year for the Warriors, but about the year after that. I think that's the year you talking. and you like, you know what, we back on it, we back in our championship swing.
1: <sighs> Who are we going I'm to next? Enjoy this. Lakers? Uh-huh. Nah, let's talk the other weak team in the division. Let's talk um, the Phoenix Suns. Phoenix Suns, 35 games this year at best. Devin Booker still not an all-star. Trey Devin Booker next offseason. That's really all I got to say. Give DeAndre Aiden the ball. Um, I think Ricky Rubio will, but give DeAndre Aiden the ball. 35 wins, that's about where it begins and where it ends.
2: I think the Suns win 35 games, but I think that 35 games is very, very enjoyable to watch. Um, I'm just happy the Suns finally have some direction about where they're going um, with uh, with their franchise. I swear to God, bro. What um, what, what, what the... F- what? I think they finally have a direction. I think picking up Ricky Rubio, they've been struggling to find a point guard for uh, for a very, very long time. They now have one. Tyler Johnson's contract ends this season, so that's $19 million that they will uh, have on their books um, for next year. As in, we'll free up on, on more of their books for next year. You give Aiden another season and Think about Aiden was if he got the ball more, I think he very well could have had a twenty and ten season. So I think that that's why him having Rubio there is great. I think Devin Booker will continue to improve. I like the guy they picked up, Cam Jackson. I think it's his name, Cam Jackson, from North Carolina. To me, he seems like I'm not calling him Clay Thompson, but he gives me Clay Thompson type vibes. He's a very, very good shooter. You he don't has like good Clay size. Thompson. What I didn't, I didn't say Clay Thompson couldn't play basketball. You don't like him, though. Anyway, he gives me Clay Thompson type vibes. I think that. He has good size. He has a good form. Um, he can shoot the ball. Also, they picked up uh, Sarge, who is still very – very. I think Sarge is like 24 years old himself, um, who I like. They also have Aaron Baines. So I like what the Suns did this offseason, and I think that they will be a much, much improved team. Again, I don't think it's playoffs. I think there's still some years – Oh, and also they have Monty Williams as a coach, a very, very well-respected guy um, around the league. And I think that he yeah. can –
1: you know, shout out to our uh, you, you know Monty Williams. Um, still condolences to your family. Yeah. Uh, um, you know,
2: in regards to your wife, um, this tragic accident. Obviously,
1: go ahead. I'm and sorry. I think
2: that he can come in and just finally instill some culture there, man. Like they've been lacking culture pretty much since Steve Nash left. Like since Steve Nash left, the Suns have been pretty much in limbo. That's literally a whole decade, basically. Mm-hmm. So the Suns have been in limbo for a whole decade. I'm just happy that when I look at the Suns roster, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm finally like, okay. I think I know what y'all are trying to do. Mm-hmm. I think I have an idea about what y'all are trying to do. So, again, I don't think that um, – th- and also they re- retained Kelly Oubre, which I like. I think Kelly Oubre uh, played well for them um, at the end of last season. I actually thought they got better at the end of last season, but um, Devin Booker still missed some time. But I thought that they got better with the acquisition of Kelly Oubre. Again, um, Mikael Briggs is there. Um, off of one more year, they picked up Frank Kaminsky. So, again, look – I'm just finally happy that when I look at this team, I think they have a direction. And, again, I'm with you. 30 to 35 wins, but I think it will be a very enjoyable 30 to 35 wins to at least watch. And if you're in Phoenix, you should be excited that you, again, finally just have a direction, bro.
1: Look, I'm going to be honest. Um, As I said before, 35 wins. But I think that the only way for the Phoenix Suns this season can be salvageable is for you to actually see what deandre Aiden is made of and i don't know if their organization is at the point at which they are built and equipped to show me what he's made of i think that a lot of it with them is trying to force it to Devin booker because he's kind of the their the Kobe of their franchise but i think what they need to realize is that they have a david robinson in their franchise and david robinson developed a lot quicker, a lot stronger, a lot bigger, a lot faster, a lot more moves, a lot more, be- a lot better on defense, faster. David Robinson won. also came in at like 24. It doesn't matter. I don't give I f- I don't care. DeAndre Aiden it look is a gazelle out there. Yeah, but I don't know if he's David I don't Robinson. Ca- he don't have to be David Robinson. He really don't. I think David Robinson is. He really a, don't. He no. can be a David Robinson build with a fucking. Um, He can be a David Robinson build with a Patrick Ewing inside play and more and beyond twelve feet play more like uh, a Zadronas
2: Ilgowskis, and I'll be perfectly fine. No, with I that. think that I, I, and I'll be perfectly fine with. I that. think Aiden is a twenty and ten guy for a decade in the league. Um, I think he has Hall of Fame potential, but I don't know if Aiden to me is like game changing. Like completely like groundbreaking and game. If you have Hall
1: of Fame potential, you game changing to me.
2: What? I don't know if everybody Come in the Hall on, of bro. Fame is groundbreaking and, grand- and 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 who? and um and I'm um, game changing. Tracy McGrady, Scottie Pippen. Pippen's yeah, Pippen's cold. Game changing. Scotty Pippen. We never saw Pippen on his own for one season. T Mac. Let I me mean, if I went through the Hall of Fame. T Mac. Dominique went, Wilkins. Paul Westphal, who went in the Hall of Fame as a Dominique player, Wilkins. Dominique was not hard, but he ran... I think Dominique was hard, but he ran into some great teams. Like, everybody in, like, the Hall of Fame is not, like... Ground, Robert Parrish. Is Robert Parrish groundbreaking and game-changing?
1: I mean, it depends on who you ask. If you're from Boston,
2: yeah. I don't think... Like, no. Bird was. Parrish was nice. He was dope. He was hard. So, he's not that Hall of Famer? That's not what I'm saying. You don't have, you don't have to be a generational talent to not be in the then Hall you of can Fame. Still, then you can still be groundbreaking. That's what I'm saying, fam. I don't know if... Aiden is that, but but I do think Aiden is a really, really good player. And again, I think that Aiden will average 20 and 10 for a decade. But I don't know if he's that All right. Hakeem that that you could argue David Robinson wasn't groundbreaking. Some people would argue with you with that. That's a lie. Some people would argue it's a with lie. you. Some it's people a f- would argue with you. It's
1: a lie. Some people would say That's Hakeem a lie. Wasn't when he wasn't. One of the best interior defenders to ever play basketball, a force. A guy who beat Shaq out for the scoring title in the league. A great defender. Great great shot blocker. And an all-around team player. You can't get no more better than David Robinson in terms of being one of the guys. He might not have been the guy. But he's one of the guys. Yeah, one of them. He's top 10, top 12. Whatever. Yes. Top 15.
2: That's
1: fair. I'm not putting him outside of my top 15. Period. I'm
2: not. That's fair. I'm not. That's fair. Period. That's fair.
1: So he's one of those guys. But listen. I he's not if, Tim Duncan, but he's still one of the guys. Listen,
2: I don't know if Come on, Aiden man. is that good. But I do think Aiden is a 20 and 10 guy for a decade. But again, I think that having Monty Williams there, and I think he signed on for a minute. I think he signed on for like three, four years too as well. He's not gonna be like the last coach who you had was who who was who was from Europe, came over coach one year and oh, now yeah, he's yeah. gone. He's not that. So you got a guy who's well respected with a young team that you finally got some, you got Rubio, he's a veteran. You got um, even Tyler Johnson. He's somebody who's been in the league five years. You got Tyler um, Johnson is a guy. Aaron that's,
1: that's gonna be my sleeper for like really being a great player this year. I think he could wind up low key averaging like eighteen off this. Uh, if depending nope. on where he is, no, nope. I'm dead nope. ass, dead nope. ass. Watch. Eighteen?
2: No, twelve, sure. Eighteen? Is he nope. coming off the
1: bench or is he gonna start? Bench. Bench. I think he could Okay, not eighteen nope. off the bench, but he to nope. give you fourteen off the bench. Debatable. That's I think more, give you fourteen that's off the more bench. like it. Fourteen is a little more deb- debatable. I didn't know where where 18, he was being. I forgot ooh, about Devin Booker, my ooh,
2: bad. No, 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 no. But yeah, I think that you finally have a direction in Phoenix and you just had to be excited about that. More than anything else, again, I think you're just happy that when you go to a Suns game, it's like, okay, I know what you're trying to do. Yeah. I felt like for a decade you had no idea what they were even like they had but they had what? Dragic, Bledsoe, and IT. What yeah. are you trying to do? Nothing. Like, what actually are you trying to do? Lose. Lose, 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 lose. Fuck everything else. Then when you pick... Lose,
1: lose, lose,
2: look, lose. then when you pick Dragon Bender and Marquise Chris, four spots away from each other. What are you trying to do? Lose. I just told you. So it's like, I'm just happy, again, that when you look up, when you look at Phoenix, you look at their roster build, um, and hopefully when you see them on the court this year, it's like, you know what? I know what y'all trying to do So again I wish you like 35 wins But I think it will will be For somebody who is a West Coast guy Stay up on the West Coast I live on the West Coast If I see a Suns game on I'll cut cut it on And I'll probably enjoy the product That's on the court I'm not watching this shit. But all right,
1: Moving on to the next team The Sacramento Kings Um, What was my hot take before the show? They could win the division It's a hot take But it's a hot take Shut up this Kings team is a team to me that I t- know you lie. I'm not. This Kings team is
2: a team to me that This Kings line.
1: team is a team to me lying. that if they could put together all their potential, I would not be surprised if they stole away the division. Yeah, I would. I think that this is a told. year in which we could see disastrous <coughs> seasons from both the Lakers and the Clippers and the, from th- all three. The Lakers, the Clippers and the Warriors. They are all three of those teams are one key injury away from being in the middle of the pack.
2: Every team.
1: No, is, no, bro. no. That's ah, I ah, can't agree
2: Giannis, with that. Giannis go out here.
1: Ah, I can't agree with listen, that. They in the East. Listen, bro. The 76 is one player away from being out of the. No, they're not. But no, but
2: look, the Sixers might have one of the best teams in the league.
1: We talking about the best teams in the league. I'm telling you that the Kings. But I think the Sixers have are more one or two players away team. from being injured. I think that the Kings actually do have a very solid core, but I think this is a core that can sneak up and take a, a spot from the San Antonio Spurs. They can sneak up and take a spot from the Portland Trailblazers, who I think will be in that bottom six to eight. They can sneak up and take a spot from any of these teams in the West that's going to be from that one to ten spot. I think Marvin Bagley in the one to ten spot. One to ten, I think one to ten in the NBA will be the teams that will be potentially making the, um, um, the uh, you know the playoffs. I think one through six will have a, have potential to make the conference finals, and I think the Kings can finish from that six to ten mark. And I think that it depends on how the season shakes out. I think if Marvin Bagley, realistically, to me, he could jump to be in a nineteen and nine guy, and to me, that that helps him. Harrison Barnes, not a young guy, a veteran guy, he could finally come in and have the best year of his career. D'Angelo Fox, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, D'Angelo, um, I'm sorry, the Aaron Fox, the Aaron Fox, D'Aaron, D'Aaron Fox, um. He could potentially come in have finally the best year of his career going into his third year. Be a borderline All Star guy. You got is it is it is it Bogdanovich or Bogdanovich? Uh,
2: by Jan, by Donna, I no,
1: Bogdanovich. I I'm not Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich. I. I think it's Bogdanovich. I think it's Bodan Bogdanovich. It's Bogdanovich. He's a guy to me that can be a. That. This is going to sound like a wild, wild reference. But if you don't know who I'm talking about, then this is why you don't know who I'm talking about. He, to me, can be an Austin Crozier who can dribble better and 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 score slightly better. Do you remember
2: Austin Crozier? Yeah, that's just a wild comparison. It's man. not a wild comparison. Austin Crozier was a 4. Huh? Austin Crozier was a he 4. He would sometimes
1: play the 3-2. I mean 3-2. But, but, but in his role. I'm talking about role. We're talking about specifically role. Austin Crozier's role on that team was to make... Open threes, open mid-range shots, and make his wide open shots. But Boyan Bogdanovich's role in this team is going to be to be the tertiary off, um, option on offense, meaning being a third, fourth option. He's going to have to make open threes, make mid-range shots, and make his shots when he's going to the basket.
2: I would have liked I, you to say what Turkleu was in Sacramento. No, Turkleu was 6'10, 6'9", 6'11. but, yes, but, yes. His but, game was way bigger. But, 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 so was Austin Crozier. Austin Crozier was 6'9", 6, 6'10. And Turkaloo played more of a guard type forward type nah. thing, which is what Bajanovich plays. Nah. Or you could say a better shooting Aaron McKee. No, hell no, hell no. I think that Bajanovich would have the ball in, in in his hands to facilitate sometimes. I think he'd be able to take it off the dribble. Um and I'll miss you. I like the Kings scene. I'm not gonna go as far as you would say when you talk about you think that they could win the division. No. But I do like this team, this Kings team. And, and Pro Zero still 6'10", 6'11". Exactly. I told you. And I think for Luke Walton, I think you get another chance to do what you were supposed to be doing in L.A., which is coaching a young team. Yeah, but even Crozier's threes numbers. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about. I know, about but the, that I'm doesn't. Talk, mean, but that does but that no, no, I, I, liked I, liked I specifically that know what I said, though. I, I know what you said, but I specifically like, know a, what I said. No, it's like, not. I'm straight on that. No, it's not. Crozier
1: that, in his best year, is six point four rebounds. If Boyan Bogdanovich can that's go out there and hit, no, I know, bro. Turk, no. Why not talk about? is a different player, bro. Turkaloo's is more of a point guard. I'm looking for Bagley and and and. And Fox to have the ball more than than I'm looking for. Crozier, Crozier was a fourth, third level player that played on the outside, that grabbed rebounds, made threes, and hit made I mean, hit me range shots. I mean,
2: when you I mean when you look at it as far as them on the perimeter, as far as being a ball handler.
1: I also said it was going to be a weird comparison, by the way.
2: But when you look at them on the perimeter, as far as being a ball handler, I mean, yeah, you have really, really. I think I think Bayanovic, De'Aaron Fox, and Corey Joe are your best mm-hmm. ball handlers. And Fox can't have every single possession, so that leaves uh, Corey Joe and uh, Bayonimus. Also, another pickup I like, Dwayne Devon. I think that really, really helps the Kings out. Yeah. Um, I think he's actually probably gonna start when I, no, as I not. as I look at it. Yeah, he's gonna um, start because gonna yeah, start yeah. yeah. And I think that that opens the floor for De'Aaron. Honestly, you talk about. I all- also stars.
1: forgot about Buddy. nah no, I'm I'm sticking to what I'm saying. You talk about all
2: stars. I mean, I think De'Aaron could make his first All Star appearance this year. It'll be tough. No, he won't. Very, very tough. He won't. But I think he could possibly make it for the All Star period. And then they win in a division. This no. team, no, no the Sacramento
1: the Kings depth chart one through ten is amazing. Even Yogi Ferrell, he's their eleventh man. Rashawn Holmes is their twelfth man.
2: They're at the point and they're Caleb Swingerman. This team is at man. the point where they haven't paid anybody yet. Like they have no huge contracts besides Barnes, and that's not even that big of a contract. Yeah. they haven't paid literally anybody yet. Now, granted, I think this Kings team could end up sneaking in like the 7th or 8th seed. I think they could win 46, 47 games. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna go with you and say they're gonna win a division. But again, I think for Luke Walton, you get a chance to redo what you did in LA. Again, just like players, I think listen, oh. real quick. Real Never quick, mind. Listen. Oh, hey, hey, hey,
1: hey. I take back everything I just I said. I think that Luke Walton's their coach, they're not making a playoffs.
2: I think that just as play- I take back
1: everything I said. I think not that just, making the playoffs. Luke Walton's their coach. Just
2: as players. Coaches need time to grow, and I think that now being in Sacramento, being away from LA, being away from the spotlight of LA, not having LeBron there, being able to kind of like craft a team the way you want to craft your team, I think Luke will do. A, uh, go, I forgot do a Luke Walton job. was
1: a coach. The Sacramento Kings will not make the playoffs. Again, Forget everything go. I just said. I'm gonna go. They could win. Forget every
2: single last word I
1: just said. Go I'm ahead. Go.
2: They can win from a, They can win about 47 to not 47, 44 to 47 games. Um, again, they could maybe sneak a seventh eight seed. I still think they're a year away. I wish you about Bagley maybe coming out and giving you nineteen and nine this year. Um, I wish you won that. Um, I think if I'm De'Aaron Fox, I am trying to go out here and be an all star. And I think if I'm De'Aaron Fox and Buddy Hill, I'm trying to be what John Wall and Bradley Beard were supposed to be. I just
1: remember Luke Walton as coach.
2: Luke Walton is the coach.
1: I'm sorry. I take the, everything I said back. They're not making the playoffs. They will be. They won't even be competitive. To be quite honest. It'll be barely competitive. Luke Wall's not a good coach. I think they'll be fine. They, they made the biggest mistake. Um, next team, who do you want to choose between? The Clippers, the Lakers, and I think that's it, right? Who do you want to choose between? Clippers or the Lakers? Lakers. All right, let's go. Talk Lakers. Who do you think this year will be um, the key guy for the L.A. Lakers, and how many games do you think the L.A. Lakers will win this year?
2: Um, again, I, I think the key guy is Kyle Kuzma. Um, which sucks that he's hurt right now, but I think that Kyle Kuzma is the uh, key guy.
1: Okay, I mean, Why? obviously,
2: like Bron gonna do what Bron gonna do, and obviously, um, you know, AD gonna do what AD gonna do. But they need Kyle Kuzma to kind of be like that James Worthy type, you know, mm-hmm. in the, in the mid '80s when you had Magic and you had Kareem, you still had a Worthy. You need Kyle Kuzma to be a guy where you look at the finals; he can come in and maybe give you 19, 20 points in a in a in a in a um, final series. Like you need Kyle Kuzma to be. That bona fide third guy. So I'm looking at Kyle Kuzma as like a huge, and again, it's not even more so offensive, it's defensively. Kyle Kuzma needs to step up defensively as well. Now, offensively, he has to hit shots, get buckets, keep his 17, 18, 19 points up, but defensively, Kyle Kuzma has to take a leap. Because again, at the end of games, I want to see a lineup of like Bradley, Green, Braun, Kuzma, and AD. Those, like those type of lineups are like the lineups okay. that I want to see at the end of the game. We'll so, again, Kuzma has, has to take a step up defensively. Has to take it up on him to take that challenge. And I think a guy like Avery Bradley is huge as well. Because Avery Bradley is a guy that people, people have kind of forgotten about. But Avery Bradley has been on the all-defensive team. He's a pretty good three-point shooter throughout his career. If he can get back to who he was two to three years ago before he had before he dealt with the injuries. And he's a guy who's looking to revitalize his career. And put his names back in the mouths of of the masses because again, when he was in Boston two years ago, he was a good player. Avery Bradley was a good player. Now granted, now look, A. Bradley's Yeah,
1: but two years in the NBA, look, we've been in we've been covering the NBA. This will be our second year. It goes by fast. He's been banged up. It goes by fast, bro. He's been
2: he look, again,
1: I think we'll see. I really think we'll see. I'm not I'm not gonna sit up here and act as if I'm I think we'll see.
2: I'm just saying this, right? When you look at the Lakers, they still win because I think for them, de- defense has to be the key. They're going to score points. You have Ron, you have AD, you're going to figure out a way to score points. If they're not a top five defensive team, it was a failure. They should be a top five defensive team in the league. There's no reason they shouldn't be. For one, they should win every rebounding battle, there shouldn't be a game they get out-rebounded. You can put in Dwight Howard and Anthony Davis on the court at the same time. Sorry. The paint should be on lockdown. They should out-rebound everybody. And rotate that in with JaVale. They should out-rebound. And Bron go out and get seven rebounds. They should out-rebound everybody. And then on the perimeter, you have KCP, solid defender. Danny Green's been on the all defensive team. Avery Bradley, he's been on the all defensive team. Rondo is at least smart. I mean, obviously, Rondo's not the defender that he once used to be, but Rondo is at least smart. They should have a top five defensive team. If they don't, it's a failure and it won't work. I think they will. Anthony Davis said that he wants to be the defensive player of the year. That should be his goal. He should make it a goal to win defensive player of the year, MVP, and whatever else. And also, if he holds himself to that standard, he can hold Braun to that standard. Because he can look at Braun and be like, hey, bro. You can clear? he? Yes.
1: Uh, I don't know about that. Yes. I think, I think AD is, for all of the talk that we heard in media day in regards to I'm keep and, oh, AD, I'm telling them to put AD in the ball in AD's hands. I don't really think we're going to see that. I do. I don't. I think what you're going to see. Like, okay, how do you imagine this Lakers offense running? Through AD? No, I'm asking you. Like, in a perfect scenario, what's happening? Like, what is their offense? Coach Pavy.
2: I mean, I think that, for, well, they're going to start Rondo off top. So, I think that, well, the thing about Rondo is Rondo, through the years, has improved his three-point shooting. Granted, it's still not great at all, but he can at least knock one down. He'll take it. As opposed to his Boston years, he wasn't shooting that shit at all. Am I wrong about that?
1: No, you're right. He will shoot it.
2: He, if I, What did Rondo shoot from three last year?
1: It wasn't good, but continue.
2: Rondo shot from three. I don't think it was like 29%, though. He okay. shot 35%. Taking three a game. How many attempts? Throughout the season. Now granted, Rondo was hurt a lot. No, I'm
1: asking you a question.
2: I know. Rondo was hurt How a lot. How many attempts? Rondo took... Wait, I told you, okay, scroll up uh, Rondo took... 142 threes.
1: Okay, not upset.
2: And shot thirty five percent. Basically, great. not great, but okay. Thirty five. It's not great, but it's decent. Mm. Like that's a decent three point percentage. So you can't just like literally walk away from Rondo and look at him shoot. True. So I think you come up, you know, run get Ron off ball. Like Rondo, will probably bring it up. Get Braun off ball. Bring AD up. Run like some type of pick and roll. Some plays. Some plays. You maybe run an ISO at the elbow for you know AD. Yeah. And then when Bron goes to the bench, you run everything through AD. And you keep Rondo on the court, and then sometimes you stagger the lineups where you put Dwight on the court with, uh, where you take uh, 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 AD off and put Dwight up there with Kuzma and then Braun on the offense, and then you just put um, Bradley and Green or Bradley and KCP out there, some lineups like that, you stagger it. And then again, I think the end lineup, the end game lineup that I'm personally looking for is Avery Bradley, Danny Green, LeBron James, Cal Kuzma, and Anthony Davis. And if we get anything where we need some size, um, I would say LeBron James, Uh, who has it going between Bradley and um, Danny Green, KCP, AD, and Dwight Howard or JaVale? All
1: right. I mean, look, I'm not upset at it. I don't agree with it. But um, I do think that the biggest Achilles heel for this Lakers team is the lack of depth that they have at the point guard spot. I think Alex Caruso is a guy that although Lakers fans love him and they love to make jokes and he's like their Brian Scalabrini, Brian Scalabrini wasn't that hard, fam. You got
2: Quinn Cook though.
1: Brian Scalabrini wasn't that but hard, man. You got Quinn man. Cook though. Have, have you heard anything about Quinn Cook all off season?
2: What does that mean? What are you? What like? What are you really supposed to hear about Quinn Cook? Besides, like Quinn you Cook, you told is... me
1: you might start him before the season.
2: I mean, yes. If you had You to said play, that, did like, it not like, come out your mouth? Yes, but again, if I, I did. But again, look, listen. If I if I start Quinn Cook, he's not playing more than twenty minutes a night.
1: Is that a fact though? What is that a fact?
2: Yeah, why would Quinn Cook be playing more
1: than 20 minutes a night? Why not? He's your starting point guard. I don't
2: think he's
1: going to start a point guard. I think Ron's going to start at point guard. I, I mean, no, 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 Personally no, no. I'm just, I'm just saying. Look, you look, sit look, up and telling me. You to, No, no, no. My point is, you're talking to me. My The Achilles the heel for this team is, the lack, is their lack I of depth at point guard. I think now, that don't get me have, wrong. The Raptors might be wanting to tank at, toward the end of the season, right? right. Yes. You might be able to get Kyle Lowry. You might be able to steal away DJ Augustine from Drogic. the Magic. Drogic. You Drogic. might be able to steal away Drogic. You might be able to even steal away a guy like Dame from the you know you know front of Blazers when they're like yo we built a new team this if the Blazers get out to a, a real bad start if I'm the Blazers I'm selling Dame we selling Dame not coming
2: from the Blazers but listen my, 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 I'm just saying look, it's a
1: lot of talent to be had all
2: you need out of your point guard from this team is to be able to stay in front of your man and knock down an open three
1: I just yeah but they don't have guys that can do that. That's I what I'm saying, bro. They got tools that can do that, but them tools can't play, i mean, can't play point guard. We you start off early in this show. You told me Landry Sham might be able to play point guard. Who the fuck on the Lakers is playing shooting guard can play point guard? Nobody, now,
2: nobody, nobody. But, nobody.
1: but but Rondo's their only point guard. Listen, that was my biggest concern when you listen, gave away Lonzo. Lonzo listen, to me,
2: as I said a million times, was the key to that trade. If I have LeBron James, who has been playing de facto point guard basically his whole I don't, damn career. If I have LeBron James, I think I can be able He's to supplement. Old, bro. He can walk the fucking ball up court. I'm not saying he can't walk the ball up court.
1: But you're gonna to have to think about him consistently running the offense night in, he's night out. Be, look, he he's, he's not gonna be. If he's not gonna the be consistently,
2: option, he gonna have to listen, be one to get A.D. the ball. Listen, no, he's not. Who he's the not? fuck get A.D. the ball? Listen, listen, bro. Rondo, he's not gonna be consistently running the offense night in and night out. He's not. And also bro, again, wow. And, and, and also again, if I'm bringing the ball up court and running the ISO at the elbow for AD and walking to the other side of the court, he, that's not happening. It's gonna happen. What do you it's think It's not gonna happen?
1: happen. Yes, it, it is. is. What have you seen that happen on LeBron James team? When exactly?
2: Kyrie they look Kyrie they were, perimeter play look, Anthony look, Davis playing in the front court yeah but the way AD plays uh, is yes but yes but look the way AD plays is more because so you saw AD run the point guard in 2k now no, AD listen, gonna run listen to what I'm saying bro look on, chill listen you see seen moments in which even even Brian to at his press conference, like, yeah, I've told, yo, Kyrie's a great player. Sometimes we just run stuff to Kyrie and I'll go over here. You will you will see not granted, it will look different. He won't be all the way out on the perimeter like like Kyrie was. But you will see times where in a high post, which is where AD can really dominate that about 16 foot range, in which they will give the ball to Andy Davis, they will walk away from that man and watch that man go to work. It's you will happening. see that on certain plays. The floor spacing is not gonna work out. I disagree that way. with that
1: then where is everybody going to be at? Listen. listen. Okay, fine. Same point KD makes. That's going to work for the first two rounds. Conference finals. Not exactly. It's a little bit more unpredictable.
2: It's a little bit more unpredictable. Here's why. Because you're relying on -on one-on-one creativity. So you don't know what somebody else is going to do. Yeah, but at
1: that point, Anthony Davis is going to have to go up against some of the best defenders in the NBA, including Al Horford, Joel Embiid, Giannis Antetokounmpo. He's not going to get to the finals. No conference finals and finals. Yeah, but that's finals. Draymond Green is still exists, motherfucker. Okay. We getting back to the conference finals. Okay. So you got to play us, Draymond Green. Be, but do you be, know Draymond Green between Anthony Davis, like he his son?
2: Yes, but the thing about Draymond Green on this team now is he's gonna get overpowered with size. Even like look at like who's like. Hi, Willie
1: Collins. I got something tall? I got
2: Dwight and I got JaVale though. Who so right? tw- what? I do you play with more? Dwight. Who do you trust I mean, more? I'm sorry, I
1: play with. I play with JaVale. Yeah. Who
2: do you trust more? Neither one of them. Over college nine, bro? Neither one of them. You're lying. You're telling a lie. Defensively? You're telling a lie. Defensively, You're I'm going to trust a lie. them. You're telling but a we, lie.
1: Offense also got to exist. Willie okay. College time for the past two years in the NBA has been one of the worst shooting big man field goal percentage-wise gon- in the paint. Gon- listen, no. gon- Did you hear what I just said? Yes. Do you, that's facts. Go look it up. Yes. Willie College Stein for the past Two years at NBA has been one of the worst so business exactly. men shooting on who layups. trusting more? What Dwight the fuck ha- are you
2: expecting him to go out and do better this year? So listen, who you are you trusting you getting layups more? and lobs
1: from me and Seth Curry and fucking DeAndre Russell. This,
2: and look, JaVale and Dwight doing the same thing. Catching lobs mm-hmm. And offensive rebounds JaV-
1: Look, look I got mad respect for JaVale McGee But JaVale McGee Last year Showed his Has some problems
2: You have to worry about those But listen Now you But look uh, Now DeMarcus you also Cubs, have Dwight But look bro Now you also have to wait. You're Dwight You're not Dwight How you know Dwight gonna be healthy He'll be fine He's playing like 15 minutes a right, night
1: bro When Dwight wind up playing more than 20 minutes a night You remember all You remember okay. this conversation he When should. the Lakers wind up
2: losing He should They don't no goddamn point guard in this conversation But look But look But look Here's the thing with Dwight. Everybody think Dwight is some washed up guy. I don't. I don't. Even last year limited right, minutes, bro. he still gave you 12 and 10. The year before. He was giving you like 15 and 10. He gotta fit in. He'll be like, look, the thing he about he gotta the, fit in though, don't he? Listen, bro, the thing about Dwight is I think he's been humbled enough. And Anthony Davis doesn't like playing center. If AD wanted to play center, I would have more doubts about it. But A D doesn't like playing center. You can find 10 to 15 minutes a night for Dwight Howard at center. And if need be, I think the white can play more. That's just me. Look, I think this Lakers team will be fine. My thing about the Lakers is they need to be a top five defensive team, and the guards have to defend. If the guards can go back to playing, if if, if Avery Bradley can go back to being a very good defender, a good a good to you can't very even good see defender, no playing time on the and Jerry what he was hurt, he was hurting, he's healthy now. Okay. So we'll see. Okay. And actually, no, he was starting on the Clippers for a while. They just trade him to uh Memphis to get cap room. But look, for cap room also.
1: You good enough to stay on the team you get traded for cap room?
2: He had a team option. So I'm declining so I can get that ten million. Exactly.
1: He's not that good. No,
2: because now
1: he's no. now, he, no, now he's
2: twelve feet away from the locker room. No, 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 because feet look away. No, because look, the Clippers had a master plan to bring in two guys. I feel you. So, we got to get Avery Riley $12 million so you, off the books. Mm. And we trade on to Memphis, and Memphis is like, yo, we're rebuilding. So, I want to get your money off the books. It don't mean you can't play. Mm. I'm just not trying to we'll you, play you, we'll pay you $12 million. We'll see. Because I'm rebuilding. We'll so, see. again, I think they have a good team. If I'm looking at the Lakers, if I had to put a win total on it, I would say 53 games, wind up anywhere from the fourth to the first seed. Um, and I think they have real finals aspirations. And again, they should be a top five defensive team. If they're not, it's not going to work. I think the Lakers will wind up winning um, 50,
1: 49 to 51 games. I think that they will be the second seed through the uh, sixth seed. I think if they fall anywhere where they do where they do not get home court advantage, I think they're gonna be doing what I'm doing, and that's drinking and having fun because if they don't have home court advantage, I don't see them beating anybody. And oh, but the other, I mean, but the other part about it is. Home court advantage versus the Clippers is really home court advantage for the Lakers. So, all the Lakers really have to do is getting is falling into a spot in which they have to play home so court advantage way, on the actual road. By
2: the way, forty nine to fifty one games is not going to get you the second seed in the West.
1: Well, you just told me fifty three games might get them the one seed in the West. So because I the think fuck? that
2: the, listen, listen, listen. I think that the I think that you will see at least six win teams.
1: No, you won't. In the West, no, you won't.
2: I think you no, will. You won't this ain't the WNBA? Listen, I think the Warriors. What you it's had? The, it's not the WNBA where the top teams go all win twenty some games. Wait, wait, wait. Look, last year you had in the West, you had the Rockets won fifty games, the Warriors won fifty games, the Nuggets won fifty games, the Blazers won fifty games, the Jazz won fifty games. That's what one, two, three, four, five. I yes, think you can see the, one more this but year. No, competition is way stiffer. It's not gonna happen. Exactly. What, but but look, if it's not like exactly why I think you can see one
1: the more. The Jazz this year. not winning fifty games. So no, you're Don't not getting the six. I. Right, I think the Jazz could win
2: fifty games All again. Right, you
1: real high on the Jazz? I can't wait for that. No, Just like look. Last year. No, you I, was real high on
2: the Jazz last year. You know that right? Yeah. What they do? They lose to the Rockets. Okay. And I think that was Quinn Slider's fault more than more than it was the Jazz's fault. They had that man playing that man from behind. So the Jazz could have won that series. They could have actually no. actually no look yes. Remember, I told you, when they went up 3-0 and they lost that game, I think it was in Utah, and they came back to um, Houston, I said, if Houston does not win this game, they might be the first team to lose the 3-0 lead. I remember telling you that. Yes. I thought the first two games, the coach punted it with that terrible defensive scheme. This y'all man's, but I, whatever. I think that could have been a six or seven game series, I think but the first two games, the coach punted it, trying to fucking play Harden from behind. I ain't never seen nobody guard a man from behind fucking bird up the whole time because he got to come out and now all we're going to do is lob it over the top. If they had a better defensive scheme, I think they could have took the Rockets 6. And
1: this is your man's. This is your man's.
2: Yes. This is your man's. No. So you think this defensive scheme Quinn Snyder came up with in game 1 and 2 was okay?
1: No, but they still would have got swept.
2: No, they wouldn't have. They, they didn't get swept last year. They, they didn't get swept period. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They still... Well, actually I, no! think,
1: actually, I think they was playing them regular. They would have got swept. No. I mean, you play them that way. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? you supposed to be in front of me, not behind me. No. Yes. No. It, no, don't get me wrong. It didn't help them win, it hurt them in terms of okay, winning. Okay, then. But I do understand when you go with a scheme that's so unorthodox. I mean, that's so unorthodox. That, that that's shit the person not like, going to work, fuck? bro. Literally. So basically. No, of course, we know to go so work. So basically, look. Okay, fine. They won one game last year, right?
2: What? Yeah. They could have won too. Again, I told you, if they lost game, what was it? What's that? Three, Five. I told you, if they lose game five, I could deadass see the Rockets being the first team to lose 3-0 league.
1: Yeah, but I'm supposed to believe they're going to win the finals. But anyways, moving on. Next team, last team, Los Angeles Clippers. We talked about them earlier. We're going to make this short and we're going to make it quick. I think that the Clippers this year will win anywhere between 57 to 61 games this year. I think Kawhi Leonard, now knowing that Paul George will probably most likely be out until early November, it means that Kawhi Leonard um, will probably wind up winning the MVP this year or getting close to being the MVP. I'll, obviously, I said Steph Curry earlier this year, I think, will win the MVP and be a unanimous MVP. He's my that's MVP pick all summer long. Right. I'm not veering off of it. But if there is one guy that can't take away the MVP from him, it's Kawhi Leonard. I think Kawhi Leonard... Is primed to put himself in the top 15, so top fuck 20 conversation. Fuck,
2: fuck all of them. Did you? The only person that can do it is Kawhi. Okay, bro, I,
1: you, the main fuck one tell, AD. you the main one telling me that Giannis, go, uh, that Giannis didn't deserve his MVP. Like I didn't you. say
2: he shouldn't have been second. So, shut the fuck up. I did say he shouldn't have been so second. So, shut the
1: fuck up and let me finish. I didn't, saying, I didn't so say So, shut up and let me finish. I didn't say he shouldn't have been second. and let me finish. I'm just saying. Let me you be finish. I'm just saying. Like here to here. I'm not going for me just because I said he didn't
2: deserve it. Don't mean I don't think that he should not have been second. We talking about the Pacific Division. I know what we are not about. talking about the Eastern Conference. But you say you MVP, but the Kawhi the only one who could do it. Huh? Yes. The Kawhi. Okay. Yes. So not Giannis. It's the not MB. Not AD. Nobody Listen, else besides Kawhi. The huh? reason
1: why Giannis will okay. not win MVP this year, and why I don't believe he will win MVP this year, and he will be top five MVP voting this year, is because of the fact that. He's gonna to have to elevate his game two spots for people to look at him as elevating it as one spot. For most guys, they have to elevate it one spot. Even for Harden. Harden's is a guy that has to elevate his game two spots for you to even look at him as elevating it as one. LeBron is the same he conversation. Kobe No he didn't. Stop it. Stop. It's We're not talking about that. Kobe has done it. LeBron has done it. Steph Curry has done it. Steph Curry's first MVP year, you could argue other people. He shouldn't no have won that Whatever, him whatever. Him. Second one, unanimous MVP. You, you, you can argue, you can't argue. You could argue, oh, he didn't deserve to unanimous. MVP. argue the first the first one. second one, you can argue, the second one you can't argue, you right? Can't. So I think that for Kawhi, this is going to be a year in which it seemed as though through this Clippers media day that he was 100 healthy. Yeah. I didn't hear him mention after the finals. We heard him say when he when, he, when he interviewed with Rachel Nichols, when he interviewed at the post game, I'm tired, I'm hurt, I've been hurting all season. I'm just wanting to get I'm just glad I can take a break. I didn't hear him mention injuries, being being on load management, none of that this entire media day. So he's healthy. Paul George could be out anywhere between six to twelve games. That gives him a leg up. Steph Curry is the only other guy that he will have to face in this division that That when it boils down to it, he will probably have to guard at the end of those games and situations. He's not guarding Steph. I think he will. I think in certain games in this season, at the end of the game, you know Clay Thompson is no longer there. I think you put Paul George on D'Angelo Russell. You put Patrick Beverly on D'Angelo Russell. And I think you tell Kawhi Leonard, go out and you keep Steph Curry from beating us. You don't have to storm him down. Keep him from beating us. I think Paul George will be the one that will go. I think last year with Dame, if you're Doc Rivers, you saw that he really can't guard those guys that are that small.
2: Yes, he can't. No, he can't. had a bad shot. No, he can't. He got a bad He can't. It's not about what he did on offense. It's about, to me, more so what he did on defense. I know. he got a bad shoulder. Yes. But, but you got to think about this. If I'm running screens up and I have a torn labrum, am I really trying to run through screens with my shoulder? Yeah, but we're
1: not talking about screens. I saw that man get cooked man-on-man defense numerous times in this series by CJ and Dame. It's not just about screens. Alyssa mm-hmm. Thomas, two torn labrums, out there smiling, playing the sparks. I don't want to hear
2: that. She's playing the four, though. She's I don't give a fuck. He going to be playing the three to four most games. Yeah, but if P. Yeah, I him, don't care.
1: He's mm-hmm. gonna be playing a three to four most games. I just saw a woman that went out there that's in the that's in the WNBA finals with two torn to labrams smiling. Garden for four, smiling. Guard guard the four, four to five. five. Smiling. fours and four five, the four smiling. Garden for four five. Smiling. Garden four the five. Smiling.
2: Garden five. So I think Kawhi, I think in those them.
1: situations, you're gonna put Kawhi on LeBron. You're gonna put Kawhi on Seth Curry. You're gonna put Kawhi on the Dame Little, you're gonna put Kawhi on a, on a, on them, and you're gonna tell PG Guard a AD guard, guard a guy like a Draymond Guard a guy like a Klay Thompson Guard a guy like a Who for the um um, uh, uh, um Like a Ken Bazemore Guard a guy like a Evan Turner Ken Bazemore for the Blazers Guard a guy like a Kelly Oubre I'm, I'm sorry he's in another, he's another conference Guard a guy like a Devin Booker You're going to put him on more of those guys and I think you're going to try to Curtail Kawhi for special defensive assignments You said is a mercenary is going to be a mercenary and I think for the Clippers, that will get you to that spot where you can win 61 and 63 games. And I think if you're Kawhi Leonard, he comes off a championship. The narrative has never been better for Kawhi Leonard to come back and win. A, uh, I mean, Number one, to win defensive player of the year. But number two, win MVP. He has a potential in which, the same way Daniel Bell said Anthony Davis can win the NBA MVP, the finals MVP. In Olympic gold, Kawhi Leonard can do the same thing. And Kawhi Leonard has a potential as the same as Anthony Davis to win defensive player of the year that's the part of this thing that makes it crazy and if i'm them it's Kawhi bus so 61 to 63 games and if it's not that steph curry is my mvp unanimous mvp period go ahead i'm done
2: it's not my unanimous mvp that's i'm done but um clippers i would say 55 56 wins i still think they're gonna Low-man is Kawhi a little bit. I don't think he's going to go out there and play like 82 games. I think he'll probably end up playing somewhere about 68, 69 games. Okay. Um, I don't think he's going to end up but playing like 79. It's, why? It's just, why? Why not? Because, why not? Because I think they have a team so good that, first of all, they're going to stagger them. You'll probably never see too many games without at least one of them on the court, for the most part. One of either Kawhi or PG is probably so going to be on the court. I actually kind of disagree
1: with that notion, but go
2: ahead. I think in most games one of them is going to be on the court, unless you see an issue where PGs actually hurt or where Kawhi is actually hurt, and you want to get the other one some rest. For the most, unless it's like you know, three games and five nights, somebody got a sprained ankle. You know what, Kawhi, you sit down. You know what, PG, you sit down. Let the other guys take care of it. Yeah. So I think they'll end up winning about fifty-five to fifty-six games, probably either finished. First or second. I think I had the Rockets winning it, but either finished first or second. You did have the Rockets. I do. I do. I, I I still had the Rockets winning it. But again, who knows? Either finished first or second. But if I had to put it there, I would probably say second, the second uh for the Clippers. But again, I mean I think Kawhi is a real MVP candidate. Um, I think they could possibly have two MVP candidates. Hell, who knows? I mean the way Paul George made it sound like he said he was gonna be ready for opening night, that's kind of how he made it sound. The, the, well,
1: I'll put it this way:
2: he made it sound that way, but
1: separately to ESPN, he told them that he won't be. I mean, that he wouldn't be back to probably early November, mid-November. Okay. So that's anywhere between. And you know, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just fair. saying that Ramona Shelburne. Shout out to Ramona Shelburne. I will give Ramona Shelburne her credit. She is like. When Young Thug described the word slime, he talking about, like, drip and, like, his crew, whatever, whatever. Ramona Shelburne is, like, the embodiment of slime when it comes to maneuvering NBA room. I mean, the rooms and shit. I've seen her post-game when KD dropped 50, walking down the hallway. KD's seven-foot frame. Ramona Shelburne walking, talking with the man. She just got away. She's the pie popper of the NBA. So, I saw an ESPN report. I was like, damn, we didn't even hear that. We was there. So,
2: well, anyway, It'd be like that. So um, regardless, shout out um, to Ramona Shelburne. I think that, um, and again, and I, Shelly Smith as well. I think Lando Chabot is gonna play a huge part in this team. Um, again, I, I can't say it enough. He shot forty six percent as a rookie, and anyway, Pat Bear was talking about him, like the man the yeah, learn how to shoot. Even, like like he learned how to shoot even better. Crazy. So I think he's gonna be a huge part for this team. I think that he's JJ Redick with better defense. And if he's J.J. ready with better defense, he is, he, like, I mean, Landry might come out here and get you, like, 16 tonight. Because, again, he's going to have so many open shots, bro. Especially, like, people are going to come to Kawhi. People are going to come to Paul George. People are going to come to Lou Williams. And especially if Pat Bev can make himself respectable. He will. So it's like you can't just completely, like, leave Pat Bev over there. That means Landry, with his movement, is going to get so many open shots, There's going to be
1: so many misdirection wide open threes for Pat Bev that I think that it that if he comes out and gives me what I think he's going to give me, which is around 33 to 37% from three, they will be fine. I really do. I think they're going to run a lot of misdirection, pick-and-roll plays where you're thinking you're going to dive with Paul George or Kawhi or Lou Will, and I think Pat Bev is going to sink out, do what he's doing, been coming around them screens usually, them pick-and-pops, hit them and work. I saw him practicing all season. I legit think Pat Bev is going to be that way. But even Landry, I agree with you 100%. Now, 100%.
2: Like now, now if you talk about Scottie Pippen, I think that this season, Paul George will play a lot like Scottie Pippen. I think that Doc will probably go back and watch a lot of old Bulls' footage. I mean, even if you look at the guards they had, they had like Craig Hodges, they had like Paxton, they had like Trent Tucker. Yeah. It's kind of like what you have with the Clippers. You know, you have, like, even in the 96 Bulls, Ron Harper, you had Steve yeah. Kerr. Like it's kind of like what you have with that, and you just see how Scotty played. Obviously, I think... Uh, Paul George is a better playmaker than what Kawhi is. I think Kawhi is I think Kawhi is your consummate forward. Better playmaker than Scotty too. I stop. I think that Kawhi is your consummate forward and I think that Paul George, I mean he's played anywhere from like two guard to three guard. So remember he didn't want to play the four, yeah. but Burns just said he played the four. He didn't want to do it. So I think that he'll take on that role and I think that this team will look a lot like the old Bulls. I really do. I think so this team bad. will look a lot like the you know ninety six Bulls. When it um comes down to well actually I more so more, so more so more so I would say the ninety one and ninety three ball.
1: I think it'll look more like Kawhi that. Kawhi and PG, you said LeBron and Kawhi Scotty point uh two point Kawhi and uh Paul George, Scotty two In theory. theory, yes. In theory. Yes. IRL. Kawhi I mean Kawhi and Paul Georgia, Scotty and Mike
2: two in real life. I R L. Real talk. In theory. That could be the name of that. I don't episode. know if this gonna be again, I don't IRL. know if they're gonna I don't know if they're gonna be as good as that group, but when you looking at it and you putting them together, that's what you are thinking about. All
1: right, I'm not upset at that.
2: But all right,
1: it's been a obviously an action packed episode of Hoops and Brews. Um, number one, shout out to the LA Clippers. Um, you know uh, my show, the new show in LA, uh, which I'm gonna. You want to be a guest on the new show in LA tomorrow? Sure. All right. Which Pappy's gonna be my first uh, official guest on the new show in LA. Where we talk Clippers basketball, um, and debuts on the on the uh, you know on Hoops and Brews channel, um, you know obviously in the first couple episodes I broke down Patrick Beverly, I broke down the bench, and I broke down Doc Rivers. This episode we have plenty of media day coverage, so we're gonna talk about Kawhi, um, you know you know I'm sorry Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and how they fit within the scheme of this team. Um, my first guest Pavi. It'll be up. We have tons of footage from the Clippers uh, Media Day. We have press conferences that will be up on the channel by the time you watch this officially. So make sure you go and you check out those press conferences, share those. We got everybody from Rodney McGruder to Jermichael Green to Paul George to Kawhi Leonard to Patrick Beverly to Lou Will to Montrez Harold to uh, Patrick Patterson to Mo Harkless. So we got everybody on the team. Um, I also got an interview with the homie Big Wass. I got the uh, you know interview with um, the homie Leon who shoots forgetty images. I got an interview with the homie Cam Buford, Nick Hamilton. We're talking about Clippers basketball, who's the best team in LA. It's been your boy TPJ. Find me on Twitter, Instagram at RealTPJ. That's reel I hope you guys enjoy the new graphics, the new design, uh, courtesy of one rap extraordinaire, Pavy. Go ahead, get your plug in. Thank you for providing a great graphics package and, you know, really coming through with the real ideas. You brought, it, brought a different light. Even me designing, I'm like, yo, this, we got to go to a new space. I feel like we went to a new space. Hopefully, you guys enjoy it. Go ahead.
2: Um, yeah, as always, man, uh, again, hope you guys um, enjoyed the graphics. Hope it uh, looks, you know, fun and cool for you guys. Um, follow me on Twitter, at Pavy World, P-A-V-U-I-Word, all one word. Make sure you check out my new website, paverscom Um, I got the... Girls love Pav Verbs tease, I still have a couple. Make sure you cop. Um, you can find all my music on there, you can find Pav Verbs Displaying Podcast, you can even find Hoops and Brews, you can find pretty much it's like a one stop shop for everything that I do. Um and yeah, make sure you check me out on Spotify, Pavy, Apple Music, Pavy, um, all of that. So yeah.
1: Yeah, man, and as always, thank you for watching Hoops and Brews. If you are over the age of eighteen in Canada, over the age of uh, twenty one in Lo- in in America and Los Angeles. Drink responsibly, don't drink, and drive. If you're under 18 in Canada, under 21 in America, you don't be fucking drinking. Don't do it. It's wrong. It's Hoops and Brews. It's a brand new season. Um, We are here. 2019-2020 basketball. Y'all saw us. If you've been watching us from the beginning, you saw us from when we was just recording when I set the camera on my couch. I remember that. Now we're covering NBA basketball games and NBA media days, WNBA media days, and we're covering boxing now. All because... The homies ain't want to let you in the pod. Shout out to the homies. We appreciate you. Seriously, thank you. This has been a new season. If you love us and you support us, when this episode drops on Monday, I don't care what you're doing, rewatch it, drop us a like, drop us a comment, please. I want you all to understand that every comment you leave, every like you leave, every retweet you give us. Every video share you give us, every time you post it on your Facebook, every time you post a clip on your Instagram, every time you repeat, you know, a reply to a tweet calling us idiots or whatever. You're helping to grow the brand. So when you drop a like on a video, well, especially when we debut them on uh, Mondays, you know, usually when we do them on Saturdays and Sundays is for the fans, for the hardcore fans. Nah, man. So if you're watching us passively, drop a like on the video, drop a comment. We respond to every comment. I stop responding to every comment because some of y'all realize y'all like to get my attention, so y'all just insult me. But I respond to most comments. Pappy responds to damn near every one of them. We nah, like them. Man. We see them all Regardless,
2: go um, you know, like, me, I, just for one, I'm a fan of the game. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm a reporter and all, but I'm not, like, that's not what nah, I do. Nah, we hoops
1: and bruise. We don't call ourselves reporters. reporter. We hoops Whatever. and Whatever. From the start, hoops but and That's bruise. not, hoops and but,
2: like, that's not what I do it for. Like, I told you, we had a discussion. I do it for basketball knowledge. Like, what I'm going to do with this basketball knowledge one day. Who knows? My son will bust your son ass but, in the game though. No whatever. But I do it for basketball knowledge. Um, you know, so me as a fan, like I'm just chronicling these moments as like a fan. And like me just just talking from my standpoint, I look at myself as like the bridge between like uh, you know, players and like regular fans. So I try to like bring both sides into it. Whereas like to understand, just bring like like even Nick said, the more human side. Um, I mean, that's what we started. That's you know? that's what we, you know, just bring like the more human that's what side we into off it. Of. So, regardless, I, I just want y'all to realize like, y'all are part of this too. You know, we couldn't um, do anything that we do without you yeah. guys. Um, I mean, look, y'all got us, y'all are the subscribers, y'all watch the videos. Like, anytime we submit anything to anybody, it's because of you all work. So you know, we appreciate all the support, and again, the more the more support you give us, the more things we can do because that means the audience looks bigger, and that means we have more things to put on our deck, and more people will look at it and say, "Yo, we want those guys here." So the more that you support, and you know, uh, 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 the more that you share things, the more that you have these conversations um, with your friends, even just offline and like everyday life. Um, those things help those th- those things help us out and don't ever think that they're insignificant. So I just want to say thank all you guys and um yeah, like I want it to be like y'all felt like y'all was at media day with us. So
1: Yeah, make sure you watch the new show in LA tomorrow. There be um you know Monday night sometime, anytime after seven o'clock usually when I finish it. I'm gonna debut it, I'm gonna feature a bunch of clips. Me and Pavi gonna talk clippers basketball. Um but yeah, man, and as Pavi said, you know, supporting us, um Patreon.com slash and that's where we do our thing. We have a Patreon page with a bunch of amazing perks, including coming to watch a Clippers game, in which you just have to pay to get here for your hotel. and We will pay for you to go to the game. And we will sit there and watch the Clippers basketball game with you, as hoops and brews, um, as well as just you know coming to be a guest. It's not about paying us to put money in our pockets. It's about continue to expand this thing. You know, everybody always say, "Oh, why you don't do this? Why you don't do that?" Oh, but you guys at that event, it takes money. It costs for all this stuff, um, and we've been doing it because we love it, right? So we appreciate you guys Please subscribe to our Patreon Patreon.com slash um, and And we look forward to just continuing to really bring you guys amazing content this season I'm, you know, just for the first time going into the season that I don't have like a quote-unquote like career job I've been freelancing and doing editing So like if things shake out the way they are And I'm still doing making money doing my freelance I might be able to do this all season long So we can finally see what it looks like when we both are able to put our energy into it um so it's really dope that we are you know have been able to get to this place and shout out to dash radio for allowing us to be able to be heard you know by hundreds of thousands of people over the past couple years shout out to mlg highlights for you know helping to give us a start on youtube and helping us to give us a start in general um shout out to the bro shout out to the la clippers and yeah man we're gonna get out of here any final words hopefully you guys enjoy the new set new design we'll get up with you next week until then, it's been home some bruises. Yes, I mean, she sided with me. I'm pulling the three. I'm the MVP. We gon' slide, and then we gon' chill. She said she love me. I'm a threat.